This week, that black-bearded badass sure plays a mean pinball as we discuss the 2021 smash hit, Willie's Fucking Wonderland. Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson and joining me as always is that last cold punch energy in the back of the fridge, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm the last one, so you better enjoy me slowly. You are goddamn right, Tim. We are joined, of course, by the host of the Mustachioed Podcastio, Daniel Segura. How are you doing, my friend? My Chinese food was just delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about good timing, huh? And I'm Chinese worried that food? I'm worried that he heard me moaning. <laughs> oh shit! And then he comes on. You got the computer on. All the lights are down. All right, oh. we'll go ahead and let Daniel mm-hmm. get his egg rolls yeah, while we do right back, talk guys. about the background of this. Did he make eye contact film? with you, or did he just like put his head down, and, like hold the bag out like a lantern, and give it to you? Yeah, the latter. He's like, thank God, this is no contact delivery. Oh, God. He's like, stay six feet away from me, motherfucker. Stay six feet away. (laughs) Holy shit. So here we are in the middle of Animals Attack Month, and uh, boy, howdy, are we doing some backhand springs to make this one fucking fit. But I called an audible. We were going to do Shockma. We will do Shockma, I promise. But this film just came out on Blu-ray, and Tim, I fucking love it. What's your history with Willy's Wonderland? Uh, well, since it's a new movie, I don't have much of a history, but I know we streamed this like maybe two months ago. Yes, we did. Was that your first oh, time seeing it? Yeah, of course that's the first time I saw it. It just came out like right when you streamed it. Yeah, I watched it two days before. <laughs> oh. And then I was like, we have to stream this fucking movie. I don't know, man. I just heard Nick Cage in a horror movie that's Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, and I was so sold. Good. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. What about you? Daniel, and any uh, any other history for you on this one? Like, is this something you were looking forward to, or you just heard about it when we streamed it? My only history is that I've I have actually never, and this might have been a big thing about Five Nights at Freddy's. I've never played it. I've just seen so many people play it. I feel like I've played it. Oh wait, that's mm-hmm. a game. I thought it was a movie. No, it's, no, it's, a, it's a series of games, Tim, uh, that that are kind of like mobile games. If you've ever played the game or seen the game Night Trap, it's basically yes. that. Have I seen or played the game Night Trap? Come on, man. I had a fucking Sega CD. What the hell else was I buying? And the guy that made it, wasn't he making Christian games or something like that? Or am I wrong? Yeah, I, he oh, was. Oh, Christ Trap. <laughs> Christ Trap. 
he used to make Christian games, and then he made one that was like a family of beavers that were supposed to be educational, but they were animatronics, and everybody told him, like, these things are fucking creepy looking. I don't want to see this. So he's like, oh, you want to see some creepy looking fucking animatronics? No problem. And it made him a hit. So there you go. Dude, it's just amazing how that shit works. Just just fell ass backwards into something that... Sometimes spite is such a good motivator, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to fucking do it. You'll see me not fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, but that's really the only thing I know. I, I have no background on this movie. I just absolutely had a, you know, wonderful journey. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's like I said, it's a new movie, so it's kind of hard to have like a background. Like I didn't grow up watching this movie, but <laughs> I'm sure it's how glad I saw this movie. And this would be a great movie to grow up watching. I know someone right now is growing up watching this movie, which is crazy. Well, the movie's damn near PG-13. Hello, Candace's like, son. Just going back on it. Like, I, I I, don't know. I feel like I almost, if we cut out the weird sex scene, even though that's kind of neutered, I could show this to my nine-year-old. It's fine. Oh, totally. That's, yeah. Come on, man. You could see that shit on fucking WP, uh, WPR, Channel 11, whatever the fuck it's called now, the WB. Channel 11. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, God of War probably has more um, sexy stuff than this. Oh, movie yeah, has. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So this film was written by Geo Parsons, whose only previous credit to this that I could find was that he wrote an episode of, of the uh, uh, Shark Week show. Oh, my wow. God. That's... <laughs> That's awesome. How do you write an episode of the Shark Week? That's kind of be cool, um, right? Shark attacks person? It's easy. Well, no, but you think about that. They just show you, like, what? Maybe they show you, like, what? It's fucking Discovery Channel. They got, like, eight million fucking hours of shark footage. And then you could just, like, make up whatever kind of story you want to go along with it. That's not bad. Yeah, you write all the catchy, you know, all the catchy lines. That you always show the shark says. jumping out of the water to catch the bird. Yep. That's a big he, thing. He, like, had to write so many puns for Shark Week, I bet. Just... <laughs> Just to kind of make it work. But this guy's young, though. I didn't realize. How, this guy looks younger than me. Well, he's not drinking he's, every night. Uh, actually, I think I saw he was born in 1982. So he's okay. He's closer the, to my age. Yeah, uh, yeah. The director of this, again, uh, we've got Kevin Lewis, who's also really not done anything before. So it's a really kind of a young group that's putting this thing together. And if you, uh, say, have no pedigree and you're trying to put together a horror movie, you're trying to sell it and you're trying to get producers interested, what do you do? Well, you reach out and you get Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. Who stars in this as the janitor. And God, do I even need to say anything about Nick Cage? You know who he is. You've seen him a million times. The fun fact, though, that I have about him for this movie is the reason why he signed on to it. Yeah, go ahead. Any guesses, guys? I would imagine they sent him the script. It said the title on the front page. He turned that page over, and it was blank. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking it's either two things. It's either the pinball machine, where he got to improvise a little uh, jig, or that he was going to be in a fucking movie that has Freebird in it. Oh, my God. I No, so... Both great, great answers. No, actually, he uh, they they handed him the script. The the casting director handed him the script. Said, "Hey, are you interested in it?" He read it, and forty eight hours later, he called Geo Parsons, the the writer and the director, and said he loves reptiles and amphibians, so he's in. Oh, he is so weird. Why is he so weird? <laughs> he's so great. 
Of course. Of course it would be something that stupid. He's like, wait, so, there's a crocodile in this? Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, that's why he, he pushed hard. He's like, we got to have the crocodile. We, we got to have a chameleon in it, too. We got... I'm this like, Jesus. Insane. Dude's out of his fucking mind. The chameleon looks the most, like, last minute thrown together, right? Like, they were just like, eh, just put some fucking wig on it or something. I don't know. Is that the thing with the long tongue? Yes. Okay. The Bill Clinton with I Feel Your Pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Co-starring in this one, we have Emily Tosta as Liv, who's done a couple of bit parts. She was in a few episodes of Party of Five, NCIS LA. Is this the woman who looks like Meghan Markle? The main character. The main Vaguely hero of the movie. like Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, could, I could see that. Bit. Similar complexion. I mean, but yeah. Good, 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 good looking, Tim. Just throw them all together. <laughs> good eye on that one, Tim. <laughs> Nothing wrong with her looking at all. But, <laughs> but, um, wait. So, if she was a party of five, was she like a kid, <laughs> like a little? <laughs> what? Okay. Was How the party fuck of was five? she in Party of Five? Yeah, she was on an episode of Party of Five. I looked through the fucking go. Go look through the notes, dude. And she was on NCIS LA. Oh, weird. I, I really like her, by the way. She With Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was on show. Yeah. 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 They had an episode that was Party of Five and a Half. She was a little kid. <laughs> she was just a thought in her daddy's eye. It was a spinoff of A Cop and a Half. Uh, no, I loved her. Her performance in this was really fucking good, honestly. Yeah. Best out of the teens, for sure. They definitely picked oh, yeah, the right kid definitely. to have the most lines. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's a lot not of competition. Lot. Yeah, I think. <laughs> The other best, though, in this, I would say, is going to be Beth Grant, who played Sheriff Lund. Oh, classic. I just know her from Speed, mostly, but she's been in so many good things. But Speed was when I first saw her as a Red kid. Red State? Red State. She is a consummate asshole. Oh, yeah. She's still got those fucking teenage guys to go back to the fucking camp with her in Red State, though, right? She has resting cult member face. <laughs> still, not enough to scare off three horny teenage boys. She played Kitty and Donnie Darko. That's right. Remember the weird like PTA meeting group? Yep. The leader of that weird cult, speaking of which. Uh-huh. Uh she was also the pageant official in Little Miss Sunshine, if you That's oh right. My God, I forgot shit. about that one. Yeah, of course, Speed. Speed and in, in Speed, she's the one that really screws things up. Guy she like freaks out, I think, at some point and um Keanu Reeves has to slap her in the face. I don't remember. <laughs> Stop! Yeah. Knock it off. Smacks are a fucking good one. You didn't swallow a red pill, you moron. Uh, we're not going to talk about red pills. My wife's working on a screenplay, and uh, the person is very heavily inspired by being afraid of artificial intelli intelligence and automation. So for research, he sent her a bunch of links to, like, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. And I'm like, oh, I can't. Wow. Wow. I can't. I just can't. Wow. Wow. That's that's a combination right there for a screenplay. Like, I'm waiting for her to come over to me and be all like, did you know women are the cause of all the problems? <laughs> well, if she's smart, she'll, say, she'll be able to see it. You might have to explain it to her. That's true. I might have to, <laughs> I might have to explain it to her. 
Oh, God. So we got Rick Reitz playing Tex McAdoo, the best fucking name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Swear That's, to God. That kind of, it, someone must have done LSD and saw that written on a wall. Like, that is the only way you think of Tex McAdoo. Then when they went back the next day, it wasn't there on the wall anymore. Yeah, it was gone. Like, whoa. God damn. This guy, he had over 100 IMDb credits, but it's just him being in one episode of every single season show for the past 17 years. That's like a, is that like the blue collar of Hollywood when you're a guy that, <laughs> that is only on a one episode That's of like every That's like the journeyman, show. right? Yeah, Just you're the. popping around from one thing to another. You the Benny Testaverde of acting. Well, it's a living. It's too bad too, because I like him. He was really good in this fucking, like as being just an oily piece of American shit. He was perfect. Is that mustache real? Mm, I don't, I don't think, think it so. is. Yeah, I'm getting mm. better at that. Most of the facial hair in this, I have questions about, <laughs> specifically Nick Cage's. Yeah, his looks like CGI. Did they do the opposite of what they did in uh, <laughs> Justice League? They spent $35 million to put a mustache and beard on, yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's so black. <laughs> and finally, we've got Chris Warner, who played Jed. The sausage chomping mechanic. Oh, this son of a bitch. He looked like fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. Every time I saw him, I was like, "Holy shit!" He really—I uh, uh, had to do a double take on him. If, no if he ate like, movie. if he ate two more Big Macs than he than his normal five per week, he was pushing <laughs> D'Onofrio. Imagine chewing on fucking beef jerky stick for the whole fucking that was, day. That's a, that's a character choice. That's gotta be. Oh yeah, that's like where you always see people eating apples for some reason in movies. That's like just one of those bits. Like they're like, yeah, but yeah, usually when you see somebody eating an apple in a movie, it means they're an asshole, right? Yeah, kind of one of those just like movie language things. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's loud and it's abrasive. Th this guy though is just yeah, he's just got like a Jack Link's uh, sausage link in his mouth instead of a cigar or a toothpick, and it's fucking weird. Like... At the end of the day, he takes it out of his mouth, and the end of that beef jerky is all like white, right? He's like Ugh. completely sucked it dry of everything. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> then he snips that part off, flips it around, and that's tomorrow's sausage. Yeah, that's it. You go out, you buy like a big three foot fucking beef jerky, and you work your whole <laughs> way through the month on it. Oh. Maybe it's like one of them bully sticks they got at the pet shop there, Tim. Oh, the bull penises, which mm -hmm. now might be a good time to tell that story, right? Please. How I used to sling dog penises for a living, uh, bull penises bull to penis. dogs. <laughs> oh, and uh, I will never forget the day that I was working in the store and a female customer comes in and picks one up right away and she starts sniffing it. Jeez. And she looks me straight in the eye and she says, what is this? It, this smells so familiar, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I said to her, because <laughs> there were other customers in the store and there were like two, at least two other people working. I was like, trust me, you don't want to know. You just want to know that your dog is going to love it. Because mm -hmm. anybody who's ever given their dog a bull penis knows how those fucking dogs, they will go to town on that fucking thing. Like, if you need to watch a movie for two hours, give your dog a bull penis, and they will leave you alone. Just slobber all over it, huh? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and she just kept asking me over and over again. She's like, no, really, what is it? And then to top it off, she's still sniffing it as she's saying this, right? I mean, she's like, really, she's pulling the shit. The essence of that bull penis is now in her whole fucking body through her nose, right? 
And what she says to me, she looks me straight in the eye, and she says, no, for real. I want to know what this is before I'm going to let it in my dog's mouth. And I went, okay. So I said, okay, it's a bull's penis that you're holding in your hand. And she put it down, and she turned around, and she walked out. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not like you asked her to eat it. Jeez. Well, half an hour later, guess what? This dude comes into the store. And he's like, did you tell my wife she was smelling a, <laughs> a Oh, like he penis? thought you were pranking her or something? He thought I was just fucking around. Wow. And I'm like, dude, look at the fucking sign right there, what it says right there, okay? I'm like, do you think I'm going to just tell some fucking customer you got a fucking bull's cock in your hand just for shits and fucking Like you're giggles? just some like weird pervy guy. But yeah, oh man, when she was fucking just sn oh man, I never saw anybody sniff a cock like that in my whole life. <laughs> really, she just really she could fucking close her eyes, and to this day, she could probably recognize that just by the smell of it. <laughs> yeah, it smells so familiar. What is it? Where do I? Yeah, and the next the next scene is you see a bull that's dressed like a human walking in there like, hey, did you see the lady walk by here a minute ago? <laughs> Maybe she used to take part in rodeos, you know, and so she just recognized uh, that. Oh, stench. man, but just really the look on her face when I say it's a bull's penis that you have in your hand and she just puts it down and walked out of the fucking store. Wow. <laughs> that reminds me of my time in Tijuana. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! So yeah, Chris Warner. Uh, you might remember him as the Costco cop in the movie Idiocracy. Oh yeah, damn! It's been a while. Or you might not. It's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's yes. been a while. Mm -hmm. We just lived in that movie. Do I need to see it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. True. I mean, that's a very good point, Tim. We're we're in a post satire fucking world now. So the other characters I have for this are, well, of course, the animatronics, because the teens that break in here, fuck them. They're all pretty boring. They're just, I mean, they're, they're, they're just meat to be destroyed. I like the one who's doing a Patricia Arquette from True Romance impersonation. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's pretty good. But we got the animatronics, starring Willie Weasel, the titular weasel, Artie Alligator, which I'm assuming is one of Nick Cage's inserts. Cammy Chameleon. <laughs> he, had a, he had the alligator written in. <laughs> yep, yep. Cammy Chameleon. Not the Boy George song. Ozzy Ostrich. Is that like an Osborne thing? Maybe I, I don't know. I was just going to say, it's an opportunity. They should have this thing eat a fucking bat. Oh, that, that would be good if there's like a tiny bat animatronic and it mm -hmm. eats it. Oh, that'd be great. Tito Turtle, Nighty Night. Which is weird because besides Siren Sarah, Nighty Night is the only one that's a human, and Gus Gorilla. The Green Gorilla. Yeah, yeah he's uh, environmentally friendly. He, he's a solar powered animatronic. Well, they were trying to rip off the grape ape, but they actually colored him correctly. Yeah, they went with the other kind of a grape. Yeah, yeah so. they went with the green grape. Yeah. <laughs> fucking grape ape. I haven't thought of that fucking cartoon in a <laughs> decades, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Grape ape? So many people's ears just perked up. Grape ape, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> come on, man. So many great fucking. How about Magilla Gorilla? Magilla so Gorilla? Fucking... Yeah, yeah, come on, man. OG? I always liked Captain Caveman back then. Um, 
that one's fun because he For just the longest time whenever i heard og and rap like when rap was like first starting out the thing that always popped in my head was miguel the gorilla that little girl og hmm. my <laughs> wife uh laughs like Mutley, so there's that <laughs> <laughs> that's a good laugh i like that yeah it is a good laugh. it's a real it's laugh great. that's not a bullshit laugh yeah yeah it yeah. means she means it <laughs> nobody's gonna do that for fake for real so this was filmed over one month because that's all the time Nick Cage had to commit to it. With Amazing. A five million, one month? Five million dollar budget. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One month filming schedule. Director Kevin Lewis described his vision for this as pale rider versus killer clowns from outer space. And it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Nails oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the elevator pitch right there. And uh, the other note that I have is that they wrapped up filming two weeks before the COVID lockdown began, so it was able to release on schedule. Magical. What is, what is your memories uh, for both of y'all? What are y'all's memories of animatronics? Did y'all? Because I know y'all are a little bit older than me. Did y'all actually have animatronics as kids, like at, at like for your birthday stuff, or is that something that was just like an '80s '90s kid thing? I think that's an 80s, 90s kid thing. For me, at least, I remember it was Chuck E. Cheese that we would go to. I know Showbiz Pizza, they, they, that's where a lot of them came from. And specifically, the writer here, there is a little area just outside of Reno, Nevada, that's, that parents would often drop their kids off at. I think it was called Boomtown. And that's what inspired him. Don't drop your kids off to Boobtown, y'all. Just don't do it. No, Boomtown, not Boobtown. Boobtown, that's where you can drop me off. Boobtown uh, is fine. That's no problem. Yeah, and I guess Boomtown had a shitload of uh, animatronic things, and it fucked him up because he's like, why are these parents just dropping their kids off and then going and gambling? Like, that's probably not responsible parenting, but hey, whatever. Yeah, it works out. What about you, Tim? Uh... When I was young, the big birthday parties were at fucking McDonald's, and there was no fucking animatronics. You were lucky if Ronald McDonald or the fucking Grimace showed up. But I don't get the whole fucking thing. Why? Uh, I mean, I know Chuck E. Cheese had like a fucking uh, animatronic band, but so yeah. I'm, hey, you I'm gonna, saw it one time. What yeah, the fuck? That's what else? I was gonna say. I'm gonna tell y'all. I so I was a kid. I never. I was a kid at one point, like most humans. Um. I never had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese for this reason. I always had my parties at um, this place called Pistol Pete's. It was like the low budget. For... <laughs> I didn't know at wow. the time. Everybody got a fucking pistol when they walked in the door. Yes, but I loved it. I just loved Pistol Pete's. But my friends would have Chuck E. Cheese parties. And I remember the very first time sitting down because the band was about to play. Like, oh, the band's going to start. Let's go and let's go. And we're sitting down and they're doing their thing. And... It was fucking haunting to me. I was just like, nope, I don't like this. I This is stupid. I, and I never, ever, like whenever the band was going to play at some other kid's party, never went. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go play pinball. Y'all can go watch the band play. Fuck that. So I think even as children, I think like adults created these things. not Because they want to fuck robots, right? Yeah, because they didn't like... If they really tested it, like focus grouped it with kids, they would be like, nope, that's fucking creepy and gross. I don't want to see a band play. That's a bunch of animatronics. It's really creepy. So I was just curious about your opinion on it. it is I so think weird. it's automation. I think they're just trying to get rid of jobs. You see, I've been watching these videos. 
<laughs> there will be no more bands in the next hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, nobody, like, when I went, whenever I went to a birthday party at a place with animatronics when I was a kid, no, none of the kids fucking paid attention to it. That's where all the parents sat and ate shitty pizza, pizza and, and drank, like, crap beer. Yeah. And kids were all, like, fucking off in the ball pit or whatever. Well, I mean, the thing with that is if you hire, like, less people to play, like, dress up in, like, the banana splits outfit or something like that, and you have robots, robots aren't going to touch a kid, right? Mm, good point. Not a lot of robot pedophiles yet. Our <laughs> robots don't touch your kids. <laughs> yeah, can the school system and the church say the same? I think no, not. they can't. And Tim, I love. I just love envisioning a young Tim Yobo at at a McDonald's and, and Grimace coming out, and you just sitting there like sour faced, like that's just some motherfucker in a suit. What the uh, fuck is a I Grimace? Was, you know, I swear to God, I was so much that kid. I was so much unimpressed with shit. I know. And you, you know, were. really fucked up. Really yeah. fucked it up for me. When I was about maybe like seven or eight years old, my Aunt Irene took my sister and I to um, the Staten Island Ferry. And she would make a day out of it where we'd just get on the fucking Staten Island Ferry and just go back and forth, back and forth, back and <laughs> forth, which is like basically riding the train from one end of the line all the way back to the other. But it's a boat, so it's a different yeah. thing. And I will never forget, there was this fucking close-up magician in mm -hmm. the fuck, on the boat doing shit. He had this thing with the fucking ball. That he was making the ball appear and disappear. And the thing what he was doing was he had... It was a sponge ball. And what he was doing is he was throwing it over the guy's head. When he was lifting his hand up. He was doing the misdirection thing. He was looking at the left hand and with the right hand with the ball in. He was flipping it over his head. So everybody in the crowd saw what was going on. And the guy was like, where's the ball? So being kids, we're right up in front. So he calls my sister and I up to do a trick with them. And he tells us to put the ball in our hands and hold it as tight as we can. And we do it. And he goes to hand over it. And the motherfucker, he pulled the ball out of my hand. <laughs> and I could feel it 100%. It wasn't like anything like slight. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck that. There's no real magic. I just saw him. First, he just fucking tossed the ball over his head. Now he's ripping it out of my fucking hands. And then after that, whenever I saw magic, the enjoyment for me was trying to figure out how they did the trick. So you just knew they were liars. Yes. Because that's what magicians, they're just really good liars. Yeah. Man. Well, that's why... That's why magicians and pickup artists are so, like, they go hand in hand. Really? It's, it's a very similar vibe, right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. The worst, man. I, I, I want to like magic. I just, I can't get, I just can't do it. I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't found the right, the right magician to make me love it. That's it. You, you've just got to meet your right magician. I need to meet my right Damn, magician. That's, Have you ever yeah. been to the Magic Castle, Eddie? No. Well, if you no, were invited, would you go? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, any stupid experience like that, I'd fucking love to go and do. I, Any of that bullshit. I, I fucking love the idea of it. And I just love sitting back and people watching. Like, my buddy was one of the guys that's in the 501st, the, the Stormtrooper cosplayer people that are licensed by Lucas and that whole thing. Oh, shit. And so, yeah. So, they spend, like, two grand on their outfits. They're all, like, cooled with fans and shit. And... I kept trying to convince him. He's like, yeah, well, I got to go have one of my meetings, you know, with my guys. I'm like, Mike, please let me go to one of your meetings oh, with you guys. 
I'm not going to fucking bother anybody. I swear to God, you won't even know I'm there. I'll just sit in the corner and listen. That's all. He's like, no, I can't do it. I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> it's top secret information. And Eddie, you were going to show up and you're going to say you were a fucking Sith Lord, right? And you're going to use the force on them and make them all do stupid shit? <laughs> no, I was going to like dress up as get like a chainmail coif or something and come as like some medieval guy. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're, you're pretending. Shit, huh? <laughs> I'm pretending. We're all pretending here, folks. It'd be funny if you just waited outside his place and you followed him to the meeting, and then you just see that yeah. they just all bone each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Just oh, like that's some gross ass is, right? fucking gangbang. Oh, yeah. You I'm know like, what? That is a mind. great fucking cover. <laughs> Right? If your wife sees you dressing up like a fucking stormtrooper and you're spending yeah. ten grand, eight grand, whatever, on your fucking outfit and the fucking rifle and all that other shit and the fucking cooling system, the water cooling system, so your balls don't sweat while you're stormtrooping around the desert looking for those droids. Yeah. When you go out with your buddies, the last thing that she's thinking about is he's going out to get laid. Yeah. You're right. That's a hell of a cover up. Yeah, right. How come you stink and you're like it's the suit? I don't know. I need an extra five hundred dollars next week yeah. to build a new cooling system. I guess it's man. in Las Vegas. I have to go pick yeah. it up. But then she gets crabs and figures it out. <laughs> oh man, she gets fucking space crabs. <laughs> All right, so that's the background on the movie, guys. You ready <laughs> to break it down? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I'm ready to break this baby down. Yeah, because you know where we begin with... Hey, kids, do you know what time it is? It's birthday time. It's your birthday, and we want you to... This fucking song. It's your birthday. It's birthday. It's birthday. It's birthday. It's birthday. As far as earworms go, you've got this, you've got I Want to Be Ninja, and you've got the song from Halloween 3. <laughs> oh, man. We open on a couple. Oh, and they're trying to escape the pizza. Wow. It's not a pizza. All of a sudden, that fucking bitch's saying... fucking downloads are going to skyrocket. Thanks, oh, no. Yeah. Please don't download. Why do I keep saying pizzeria? It's not a pizzeria. It's a sausage factory. So we see a couple because they eat hot dogs here. They don't eat fucking. That's so weird. Which is what a weird, yeah. Imagine just going, Willy, yeah. hot dog. It's that's too so, much. Wait, that's so cost effective. That's so much no, cheaper cost than effective, even making totally. pizza, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Making yeah. pizza, it adds up, for sure. You need fucking fresh bread that's at least not maybe two days old, and fucking hot dogs. And even with the old bread, you put it in the fucking oven for three, three minutes, nobody knows it's old. True. Yeah, it's a good idea, I guess. So we open at the fucking hot dog place. It just sounds better if it's a pizzeria, but whatever. We open at the hot dog place, and there's a couple. They're trying to get out, right? We see uh, Paul, I guess, who's the dude. He, him and his wife are trying to escape. They got a little girl. The little girl gets out of a door. The door is immediately shut behind her. She looks back, and she sees her parents killed. Yeah, yeah. And that's the cold open. I like that the guy is dragged first. Um, yeah, you know, usually it's the common trope: girl trips, she gets dragged. It's good to see the guy get dragged for once. So then we cut to present day. Yeah, and we have who is it rolling across America in his fucking dope whip? But ladies and gentlemen, Memphis reigns himself, Nick Cage. Yeah, he's driving angry too. 
Oh, he yeah. is driving angry. He's gone in 60 seconds, but uh-oh. He has a little bit of a tire blowout in the middle of nowhere. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it certainly is a trap. So he, I, I love that immediately all he does is he opens up the trunk. He grabs one of these punch soda or energy drink. It's Not called sure punch what, pop? It says it's got a, a, a kick of caffeine. I saw that on the label. So it's, it's like jolt. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll come to find out that this is, I think, the only thing that this man subsists off of. I don't think he eats. I, I think I think this is it for This him. is his fuel. This is manna. Yeah. Yeah. So then I don't, like, I don't think he calls anybody on a cell phone or anything. He just kind of, like, stands next to his car. He stands still and, because you see the shadow. His shadow goes from one end to the other. So he's been standing there at least, like, what, eight or nine hours for the sun to go over his head. Until somebody shows up in a tow truck. How convenient. <laughs> well, I guess what happened is some kids stole the uh, spike strips from the cops. We're going to find out the cops in this town... They're they're no super troopers, Tim. They're they're not very good at their job. Actually, no. Uh, you know they're better at their job than I think the super troopers would be. Put the super troopers in this fucking movie and see what happens. Hell rains oh, down the earth. They, I think the super troopers would have taken care of this uh, Willie issue pretty quickly. No, they would have been using the place to hang out and smoke fucking pot and and bang. Like Farva would have banged one of the animatronics for sure. Like or yeah, like fell Farva's in love. Farva's banging that that chameleon. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Come on, you say you can change. Do it. Do it. He's like boning her, and her tongue's tickling his butt, his butthole at the same time. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, That's living the dream. Hell yeah. By the way, just a comment, really quick. Uh, Cage is just driving one of the dopest looking Camaros. Like, it's holy fucking shit. nice. Damn, just looking. Can fresh. we ever see Nicolas Cage in a movie in like a fucking VW Bug? Oh, like a Yugo. I want to see him driving a fucking Yugo and do this, half the shit he does. Come on. Yeah. Just driving some, Be like, Volkswagen van again. It's not his brand, you know? No. no. His brand is cool, Tim, and we know that he is cool. He's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's Nicolas Cage. So now we cut to the kids that supposedly stole the uh, spike strips, and, well, they're... They're over at old Willie's Wonderland trying to burn the fucking building down. Now, I remember being a young scamp and getting into trouble when I was a kid, Tim. But we never burned down any um, large buildings, only a porta potty. Wow. That must have been. So- Did they explode? No, it just kind of melted into a puddle of plastic on the side of the road. Did you think about the possibility of it exploding? And we like, were you really close where you would have been like splattered? To be fair, it wasn't me who did it. Uh, of course, my it wasn't buddies. you who did it, because the statue of limitations and blowing up a portal potty never go out. That's true. That's you know, one of my buddies, Donnie, who was a uh, he had very bad ADD. We were walking by it, and he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom." He goes in there, he comes and he out, he literally blew it up. <laughs> he literally blew it up. Yeah, no, he said uh, <laughs> he's laughing. I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "I took all the toilet paper." Out of the weird dispenser thing. Oh, boy. Balled it up, stuffed it in there, and lit it on fire. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's, a, that's arson. That's <laughs> What are you doing? 
Wow. And you ran or you stayed there, Eddie? Because when I was in a similar situation, I ran. For, for as yeah, well, no, I was I out. I pieced out on that one. And the next morning, we, uh, we drove down the hill in uh, uh, somebody's parents' car, and we just saw a, uh, a, a green molten blob <laughs> plastic <laughs> where once there was a porta potty. Wow. Well, you know, some people just want to see the world burn, or at least the porta potties. <laughs> I'm just imagining the smell. It could not have been great. Ooh, that Boy, smell. that's why the fire department showed up and like, no, fuck this shit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like you live in that area. Oh, oh wait, and that's like fucking everybody's bathroom for like the fucking trailer park. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. No, for me, I was uh, hanging out with uh, two of my friends. One of my who was like really a friend, and the other one was somebody that that guy knew. And yep. I won't mention names because I don't know what the sexual limitations are on this thing, but. Uh, we're walking down the street one day, and this lady comes out of a bank that has the ATM in it. And this is like just when ATMs like really first started popping up all over the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, my not my friend, but his friend, immediately as soon as she walks out of the bank, he runs over and he holds the door open. And my friend turns to me and he goes, "Stay here and watch out." And I'm like, "What?" Uh -oh. And I swear to God. I turn around, and those two fucking assholes are smashing an ATM with fucking hammers. Holy shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And my friend says, shut up. Watch out. Don't let us know what the cops come. I'm like, fuck you. I'm out of here. And I literally I yeah. ran as fast as I'm a little fucking fat ass could run <laughs> as fast as I could. And I was like, that's the last time I saw that motherfucker. But yeah, that was it. And literally, to this day, I think about it. If we got caught, I would have been 100% telling the fucking truth with, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I was just there. Yeah. Who the fuck would have believed me? But, oh my God. Bastion, like, what the fuck did they think was going to happen? They were going to hit it and money was going to come out? <laughs> yeah, they were going to jackpot. They were going to tilt like on a pinball machine. <laughs> oh, that's how it works. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Daniel, you want to admit to uh, being complicit in any crimes here real Next quick? Next to or anything or anything like that. No, Daniel's going to be smart. He goes, I didn't see anything. I don't know nope. what the fuck you're talking didn't about. Didn't see nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, I ain't seen shit, man. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So speaking of busted fucking ATM machines, we're back at the repair shop, right? Well, before we get to the repair shop, actually, so, so uh, they're trying to burn down this fucking building, right? And uh, the girl who's... You know, the the uh, the other main actor in this live right right as she's trying to strike that Zippo, it fails on her. And I'm like, man, I've fucking been there before. This guy <sighs> doing Zippos sure things all fucking fueled up. Yeah, you gotta put that yeah, you got to pull the wick out a little bit and snip it. Make sure it's not just the singed part, too. Like it's a there's maintenance involved in it. Well, she gets picked up by the fuzz, man. And uh, the fuzziest the, of fuzz, the fuzziest of fuzz. And as the cop drives by, you see her lock eyes with Nick Cage. And you know that the two of their destinies are somehow intertwined. There's an interesting connection immediately. Like, I don't know what they're, I don't know if it's supposed to be a paternal thing because she doesn't have a dad or what. But there's a weird little, like, hey, we're both, yeah, we're both not normal, I guess. Yeah, I think that's what it is because. They both have like balls. They want to do something about this thing, or that I don't know no. what the fuck it is. But it's like like at least three or more times we see this in the movie. Yeah. Is Nicolas yeah. Cage just like 
Rain Man in this? Like, <laughs> I just, I, I don't. Know. It's the most confusing, complex. He's like, raining down hellfire. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like you put some instruction in his head, he's gonna stick to it. I don't know. We'll get into it, but we'll we'll I, have theories. I've got some thoughts okay, on that. Cool. We'll, we'll Wait, get yeah, to. he's got to right. be employee of the month, right? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Employee of the decade? You fucking kidding me? So now we go to the cop lady who apparently is the ward of this poor girl. Yeah, I thought she was her parole officer. So I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm like, yeah. what's this lady doing with... Yeah, she no, throws her she in. She's like, wow, that's a police station? <laughs> yeah. To the, to the trailer police station, whatever the fuck this is, chains this girl to the fucking radiator, literally chains her to a radiator, tosses her a bag of chips... And says, hey, I'm going to be back tomorrow. She's like, what, what, what am I going to eat? What if I have to go to the bathroom? She's like, well, there's a bag of chips, and here's a fucking bucket. Just shit in that. Yeah, don't make a mess. Dude. I'm like, oh, God. That's That's rough, man. That's cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, because there's no dip for the chips. Well, I mean, maybe there was dip in the bucket, Tim. We, didn't, we never got to see <laughs> what was in there. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> fucked up. Get a little bit seven of that layers, salty and in a little while it's going to be eight. <laughs> oh man! So now, now we go back to the repair shop, and uh, Nicholas Cage's character—we'll we'll just call him the janitor. So the janitor sees a board with a bunch of missing custodian dick. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got my wife. I, I forgot what it was. I was eating something, and I said, uh, we'll, we'll just say it's gummy worms, right? So I said, gummy worms, you're my only friend. My wife's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's from, it's from Half-Baked, because he eats a Abba-Zabba real stupid, and he says it's his only friend. And, and I had to show her the clip, and then at that point, like, I just was watching the love just drain out of her eyes. Dude, By the way, the uh, THC content on those gummy bears, gummy worms. Worms, none. By the way, Abba-Zabba? Pretty underrated candy. I actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Tim, you ever eat Abba's? Yeah, of course you did. That's like a turn of the century uh, candy. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, what the fuck is Abba's? You never even heard of it. Really? No. Tim. They're famous for their original of- packaging being crazy racist. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think I would remember eating racist candy. <laughs> yeah. It, it had a guy punching an Aboriginal in the stomach. It was fucking crazy. What the fuck? What kind That's of candy? That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, have you ever had a big honk? Nope. Do you want to? <laughs> oh, wrong one. Got him. There we go. Got him, baby. <laughs> no, so it's like a weird ass taffy that's like super duper hard, and it'll pull every filling out of your fucking and mouth. And it's peanut butter inside. Mm. Yeah, that's taffy and peanut, peanut butter? butter. Oh wait, you're talking yeah. about the big hunk. Sorry, I was still in that. The big hunks that with with uh, nuts and like pistachios. Yeah, and, but, they're yeah, both pretty close. The big hunks got nuts, of course. <laughs> got to it has to have a little crunch to it all the nuts all the way in the back of the candy bar right yeah you have to get you'll know when you get there tim yeah you have to really throw it down before you get to it (laughs) oh god so yeah they tell cage look man it's gonna be a thousand dollars to fix your car he's got four blowed out tires he says and i don't know there's like a computer or something Is that expensive? We gotta fix that. For four tires, $1,000? For that kind of car? Um, I mean, no, not really. No, it sounds about like, right. Yep. I thought yep. it sounded cheap. Four tires. Well, because, like, I mean, that car is definitely going to have the little sensors that tell you when you're low on air in each of the tires. 
And if those things go out, like you got to replace the stupid fucking sensor, and that's a whole ordeal. Yep, it's the worst. Yep. So uh, it's like, all right, a thousand bucks to fix it. Speaking of busted ATMs, I think Tim and his gang hit this place because we look at the <laughs> it was ATM. Not Death Force. And it's, yeah, Death Force busted this ATM up, and they're like, no, nah, we're going to take plastic, and uh, that ATM don't work. We don't got no internet. Uh, they were going to put it in, but we didn't get it. And I'm like, there's no fucking internet here either? Like, what the fuck? Bullshit. Absolute yeah. horseshit. So you get the feeling this is like a back-assward town. A back-assward town, but with a pretty diverse set of teenagers. Uh, <laughs> which... well, yeah, like from a fucking Benetton right? It's kind of it's interesting. Yeah. Don't You don't see that in Texas usually when you're out in the sticks. No. <laughs> no, not not usually. So the th he tells them, but look, man, if you're if you're not afraid of hard work, maybe you could work it off. And he just puts so his pants down. Off. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Here's a big <laughs> hunk. Cage. You gotta you gotta get to the nuts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now we drive over to Willie's uh, Wonder Wiener Land. Hell yeah, hot dogs, love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get to meet Tex. Now, Daniel, you mentioned this dude's stash before. Yeah. It, what kind of, how would you describe this stash? Um, not real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly made of glue, I, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's just got a stash that sticks close to the, to the lip, but it just does not look convincing to me. It, it, it's interesting. Pretty miserable. Pretty miserable. Right? Yeah. yeah. This guy looks like a complete fraud piece of crap that would sell, like a used car salesman, basically. He basically, he looks like he could be a villain in the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine him just barking at him. I see him just saying tarnation a lot, <laughs> you know? So, anyhow, this is Tex. And he says, look, man, here's, this is Willie's. Uh, we want to reopen it, but we need somebody to, uh, well, we need somebody to, to clean it up. And uh, here's the deal. You stay overnight. You clean the place up. When you come out tomorrow morning, I'll be here with the keys. Your car is going to be all fixed up and you're free to go. It's all, it's all good, right? You got it. You got a deal. And he sticks his hand out to shake hands. And I love this shot because it's just Nick Cage looking up at the stupid fucking weasel mascot hmm. painted on the side of the building. And they're like lock eyes. He takes off his sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Th this is like a standoff <laughs> moment of like, we will be mortal en en enemies for an hour and about 40 minutes. Maybe this is what Nicolas Cage just does from town to town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. I just uh, just uh, destroyed a pistol, Pete's, uh, about, about a week ago. He just goes and finds like local mascots and just kills fucks them. them up. <laughs> and that's why there's no more Chuck E. Cheese's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait till he gets to Philly, man. That's going to be a problem. You know what I love about Chuck E. Cheese is the fact that when COVID hit, they decided to rename their shop within the apps, like you know Grubhub and Uber Eats and um, oh that's right yeah yes. they did that ghost kitchen they shit. did ghost kitchen which is amazing to me I'm like yeah if you want Chuck E Cheese pizza get yourself some Chuck E Cheese pizza like hey it's all fucking just just cheese nobody bread. wants Chuck E Cheese pizza <gasps> some that's people like it like that some people like it there's no, no they way did not. see look I live in New York okay my whole life and where do you there's live no uh -huh. way that I would oh, New York <laughs> in Queens uh -huh. 
Right. <laughs> In case you can't tell. Uh, there's no way that I would use fucking Grubhub or Seamless and order fucking a pizza pie from what I think is a real Italian pizzeria and have a Chuck E. Cheese pizza show up at my house and be like, no, I'm not fucking taking this. Come back and get this. Yeah. Especially because there's a Sparrow's on every corner. Well, yeah, that's the best so pizza you... in New York. Everybody knows. Oh, yeah, Sparrow's. Yeah. Best slice in town. Oh, man. Not only that, but get the fucking Big Z and the Manicot. Oh, Oh, it's got that brick yeah. oven Those crisp. garlic nuts that just sit on the counter in that fucking plastic container for eight hours, mm, for eight days. Mm. Oof. Dude, that, that pre-shredded, low-moisture mozzarella. I mean, When I get Sbarro's... Oh, the Parmesan cheese that's just sitting out on the counter. When yeah. I get a Sbarro's, I have to melt a big hunk on it. I'm going to give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? A lot of that Parmesan, that fucking room temperature... Uh, uh, grated parmesan shit got recalled because they found out it was just like fucking wood shavings i wouldn't so be surprised yeah by the way yeah. when they melt when you shake your parmesan cheese it shouldn't float up in the air what yeah by the way when they melt that big hunk on that pizza i eat that shit nut first mm. i'm sorry <laughs> you go nuts to butts on it oh that's why you asked for the extra cheese right you want that real good nut oh god oh what are we doing yeah. What, I don't know what, what you're up to, This show is devolved to, right? Yeah, what is this show? It used to be serious, and now we're making yeah, cheese we, and nuts. Hey, it's Willie's Wonderland. Cheese and nuts, man. We're having a, a veritable charcuterie <laughs> here tonight. So then Tex explains, look, man, this place used to be open, and it was all good, but these fucking asshole kids were climbing all over the characters. Some of them got hurt. They got sued, so we it's had to shut fault. it down. Yeah, blame it on the kids. Yeah. Being kids. Yep. So this is, yeah, when uh, uh, Cage looks over at, at, at Willie, the animatronic, as they're walking in and touring the facilities. And just as Cage turns, Willie's animatronic character moves a little bit. I love that little oh, slight. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Little, it's so it's good. A little slight move. Mm-hmm. So we head into the closet, and he's like, all right, you got everything you need here. Here's the cleaning material. Here's your shirt, your staff now. You just got to clean up, make sure that you take breaks, and help yourself to uh, any food or anything that you need. And this no yeah, joke. How the fuck is there food left in this place? <laughs> there's a kitchen. You're I right. mean, there's a pepper shaker on the table, which as soon as I saw that, I was furiously taking notes. Yeah. So <laughs> well, there's hot dogs. When are they going to go bad? Oh, yeah. You put fucking, you put pepper on a hot dog? Yeah. Hot. No, I'm just saying, like, you're saying, how's their food here? I'm saying there's hot dogs. Yeah. How are they going to go hot bad? Dogs, and plus, what they're the Twinkie That's of true. meats, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's very true. Wait, I just had a great <laughs> idea. Let's make a YouTube meats. video of a hot dog made with two Twinkies. Oh, dude. Oh, how about if we make a Twinkie out of two hot dogs? Oh. So we take a, a hot dog, we puree it, we inject it into another hot Ooh, dog. Oh, and then you fry it. Oh, yep. I would eat it. I would melt some chocolate over it, put some sprinkles Wrap it on in it. Bacon. Mm, nuts put first. Big honk on mm. it. <laughs> then put that bacon in put it in an air fryer just so it's healthy. Yeah, so it's healthy. <laughs> the first car carnival treat that makes you gag, but you still swallow. Because <laughs> yeah. that's fucking orange peanuts. <laughs> those the big fucking peanuts. peanuts. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck my God. those things, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck People those. will fucking buy anything. Yep. They really will, man. People are stupid as shit. So outside, Tex tries to light his cigar because he's hanging out with homie with chomping on the sausage. And uh, his lighter doesn't work. Having some, some trouble with his, too. So he chucks his lighter, though, 
toward the trash and it just kind of bounces off of the dumpster falls into the ground and then i love this move he chains the fucking door shut so cage can't and get you out. know cage could hear that like you can hear someone when they're chaining you inside a building i would be like uh okay this what <laughs> what is going on yeah. yeah but he can't talk no he can't so well, he's like, well i guess i gotta do it the, the problem is guys he made a deal it's true right? He's got a job to do. He made a deal. That's it. He's got to fulfill it. He's going to clean this entire place all by himself in overnight. Not even 24 hours. Just overnight. And the amount Mm -hmm. of detail that this man puts into his work, I just admire. Absolutely admire. Mm -hmm. Employee of the fucking decade. Hell yes. Mm -hmm. So back at the trailer with the girl chained to the radiator. No, I'm not talking about where I live. Uh... (laughs) The dead no, meat crew No, of course you would never up. do that where you live. That's why you have that special trailer. That's right. And I tell my wife I'm going off on another Star Wars convention. That's uh, <laughs> I, I have the dead meat crew show. Except up. for the one thing, Eddie. I'm sorry. I know it's a running joke. But you know what you used to get me with the singing in the rain? Uh, you would have to tell you're going as Darth Vader. But you're going as mm-hmm. Darth Vader from Spaceballs. Yeah. yeah, and she Darth would believe helmet. you. So, so <laughs> there's no way a stormtrooper helmet is getting on that. Door. Oh yeah, no, I got a special order a stormtrooper. So, helmet. Eddie, in in your basement, do you have a kid locked to the furnace, and you call her Eddie the Accident? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, Daniel, you lived in L.A. We don't have that. That's here. true. <laughs> She's in the attic. It's in the attic. <laughs> She's in the, the attic. Secret room behind God the garage. Goddamn right. So, uh, no, the dead meat crew fucking shows up to break live out. And, goddamn, this ragtag group of fucking zeros. I know. Uh, it's the worst. But I love them at the same time. It reminds me of Friday the 13th. I love them. Like, classic. Yeah, we got Chris, Kathy, Dan, Bob, uh, whatever all their fucking names <laughs> dead are. <meat>. Aaron, <laughs> dead meat. Yeah, dead meat one, dead meat two. <laughs> Oh, and Evan. That's the other one. They all show Evan's the cop. That's right. Yeah. So they all show up to break her ass out. And uh, it's. Dude. This she Liv gets unhooked, and you can tell she's the leader of this fucking crew because these guys have no clue what the fuck they're doing. Because the dude tries to like break the door down, <laughs> he's like ram jams into it, like shoulder first, and he bounces off of this trailer door. Oh, Black Betty, ran and his, ran. Sorry. And his buddy shows up. He's like, "Look, it's unlocked. You just open the door. <laughs> what are you doing, idiot?" Oh, okay. So. Liv's like, all right, they already got the bait, right? So we need to go out there. And we're not doing this for fun, though. This isn't just like we're kids having fun. This is important because we got to rescue this dude. And then uh, the the friend, I forget her name, but the other female in the group, she says, yeah, burn, baby, burn. And as a director, I would have said, let's do that one more time. Guess what? (laughs) They did it 13 times. (laughs) They're like, let's just keep it. it." We only got a fucking month. So so I watched some of the behind-the-scenes oh stuff God. on this film, and it's so good because they're talking to the director, right? And the director went up to Cage and said, like, look, man, we're on, you know, kind of a deadline here, right? So usually we take three takes on all the scenes, but in this one we're only going to take two. So I just wanted to let you know that. And Nick Cage told him, well, why don't we just do it in one? I prefer uh, to do uh, them in uh, one anyway. Uh, he freaks and the- Sinatra at him. 
Yeah, and in in the scene though, that this is like they're selling it as though it's like, well, Cage is a really nice person and he's very respectful. And when meanwhile he's like, nah, I got this in one. Don't don't even worry. <laughs> yeah, but it's Nicholas Cage, and at this point he has his movie in one, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Okay. This movie, yeah, he's got this movie in one, no problem. So they head off to the restaurant, and we see old Cage. He's cleaning up, and in the back room, he finds a pinball machine. In the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. So it's like... Well, hold on, I think you missed it, because we also see uh, he takes all the uh, the punch pop out of his car. Oh, yes, He keeps it with him, and now he's putting it in the freezer, and he has a watch timer that goes off... What, every 15 minutes, half an hour, every hour? About that, yeah. Yeah, at, at regular intervals. Because remember, the deal that he made with Tex was that he had to take regular breaks, right? Yep. Got to follow his instructions, man. Those are the game instructions. Got to f- follow the rules of the game, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, and then, the, Tim, you were asking, how is there still food here? When he opens that freezer, it's ice cold, baby. So yeah. you know them dogs... They're fine. Doom, 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 doom. And their hot, their hot dogs are already cooked, so you can eat them cold, but you can't eat them frozen. Well, you, it's not a problem because he, the janitor doesn't Have eat. Have y'all ever had a job it's where just... you just worked one day? Like got hired, worked what? one day, stopped working there. And then quit? No. I have. Uh, close. I've had uh, close to that. What, what What's yours, man? I... Got out of college in 2008, which was the worst time to graduate from college. I was like, oh, cool. I have this piece of paper. I'm going to have a job. And there was nothing anywhere. I start. I applied for a job at FYE. You remember FYE back when they sold CDs? Yes, for your entertainment. Yeah. I get hired. I go. He goes. And it was very similar to the way Tex gives cage his shirt he's like and here's your fye oh, shirt you know here's your polo i was already picking out the girls i was gonna plan on dating and <laughs> i know joe oh, way to go daniel yeah right. i know you're that i fun. was that guy you're the new guy who walks in on the first day and you already banged two of the chicks that everybody else wants to bang huh? i was in my 20s so you gotta love it and then i get a text message the same like that moment within about an hour of getting that polo shirt and it's it's the the job that I ended up taking that's actually part of what I got my degree in in marketing and PR. And they are like, we want to bring you back. We really like you. We want to bring you back. I take off the polo, head to the guy that just headed to me an hour ago, and say, Yeah, I, I gotta go. I got a, a better job. <laughs> oh, powerful, huh? dude! I that's was good. I was too. You should have been just like, eh, you know, don't even mention the judges. You know what? No. Fuck this shit. This ain't for me. <laughs> I should have. Just walk right out, right? I should have done that, but I was just so, like, I felt bad. He's like, oh, it's okay. No, no. Hey, if this is a job better than this, like, just go with it. I was like, okay, cool. So then I left. That's so cool. I did have one job for, I worked there for two hours at FYE. Did you get a paycheck? And what did you do with it? He actually did. He called me back a week later and said, hey, I got a little check wow. for you. And it was like 30 bucks. And I was like, cool. <laughs> he made literally a little check. <laughs> It was a little tiny check. It was from his personal account. <laughs> so I, gave me quarters. At least you got a check, dude. So I had a job for two weeks. I uh, basically I was working for this guy who. This was when we first moved down to Florida, and I was just trying to find a gig, you know. And this guy's whole thing was like, "Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm just bringing people in, 
and uh, we're doing uh, repair and, and, and uh, uh, servicing of people's computers and smartphones and that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So you, you just sit back here. Here's your office. You fix stuff. You bill it, you know, and then at the end of the two weeks, we pay you. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. Day one, the problems start in that they're like, all right, what you have to do is you have a different charge code for each different customer. So you got to print out a sheet for the time that you spend on each customer's thing. And it's in like 15 minute intervals. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is you're paying me to do it, though. So whatever. So I'm working on like seven or eight people's different shit because, you know, you start like installing something and then you move over. You work on the next thing. You start fixing that, running some repair tool. You move on. You do the other person's thing instead of just staring at a screen while a bar fills up. Kind of. So I do all this. And then while I'm doing it, I'm just noting like from here to hear this, here to hear this. By the end of the day, I have all my notes together and I take their stupid sheets. I fill them all in. I print them up and I've got like 40 or 50 of them. Because every time I move from something for 15 minutes, I'd fill out another sheet and just print it all out. Right. So I hand this to the HR lady. I'm like, here you go. Here's all my time. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is what you told me to do. Right. She's like, look, I know that's what the guy who owns this place. Uh, it's called Far Out Solutions in Florida. Fuck Jesus. those guys. I know this is what we told you to do, but never mind. Just just do the work, and at the end of the day, tell us. I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds, like, logical. <laughs> so I'm doing that. Day three of, of working at this place, we get this smartphone and this iPhone that's got a cracked screen and some other shit. And I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. And the guy's like, no, it's cool. Just drive it over to a place that says we fix iPhones. Get them to fix it. Take take the money that they charged us, and we just tick it up 20%, and we've charged the customer that. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Really? Really? (laughs) All right, dude. So I do that. I'm like, this is fucking dirty as hell, but whatever. It's not my problem. Two weeks. It's Friday. I'm like, all right, it's payday. can fucking get paid, do my thing. So I'm working all day. And then I talked to the lady, the other lady there. She's like, yeah, it's cool. He's going to come by with checks at the end of the week. You know, and we're all good. I'm like, all right. End of the day Friday, he doesn't come by with checks. So I'm like, what's going on here? I talked to her. She's like, yeah, apparently there's some problems with our books. And he doesn't have money Ooh. to cut the checks. I said, all right, no problem. I'm out of here. You can't afford me. Bye. And I just fucking leave everything I'm in the middle of working on where it is and just fucking bolt i'm out of there fuck this noise that 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 evening like 8 p.m i get a phone call from her no he's got the money he can pay you that's no problem i i'm sorry i i guess there was a miscommunication i come in I, i i said all right fine as soon as he's got the check tell me i'll come in and pick it up and then we can get back to work so that Monday, I get a call. Yeah, he's got the check. Come on, and we can get back to work. I come in. There's the owner, this guy, Ben. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I just forgot to write the checks out. I was on vacation. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't afford mm-hmm. to pay people. You're on vacation. Yeah, that's that right. Sounds... Yeah, that bullshit fucking excuse. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's cool. So you got my check? He's like, yeah, I got your check. I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to go take a piss. I'll be right back. I grab the check. I walk out the door. He never fucking sees me again. Dude. Piece of shit. Dude. So fuck that Hell guy. Yeah. When I used to, uh, there was a while I was doing a PA work, production assistance for commercials, and it was the same fucking thing, man. It was pulling teeth to get your fucking check. Because, of course, being a PA, you were the last on the fucking list to get paid. 
And the excuse was always that, well, we're producing the commercial, so we have to finish it, we have to pay for it, then we have to wait for the company to pay us, and then this and that. So it was always like we, I would be getting paid like four or five fucking months behind the work that I was doing. And it was always constantly calling up. And it was, well, the checks are here. But he's not in to sign the checks. He's coming in tomorrow to sign the checks. There's, well, he was supposed to come in, but he got called away. And all that fucking shit. And after a while, I was just like, fuck that shit. I gave up because, I mean, I got paid. When I got paid, it was decent. But just the amount of fucking begging for your fucking paychecks after all the work that you did. Yeah, on it shit. feels like it's not worth it. You just want to get the money and just keep working. And when it's a bitch to get your money, it's just, it's freaking nerve wracking, man. I hate that shit. Yeah, it seems like a trash fucking situation. It's, it's an establishment you don't want to yep. fucking deal with. Speaking of not wanting to deal with establishments, Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait a second. Hey, Vaughn, what's going on machine. with this uh, podcast? <laughs> well, what's happening is... Uh... Well, he's, good. he's working on the pinball machine. No, he finds his pinball machine. He's stroking it. He's loving it. But he's got to get back to work. You know, watch goes back off. He heads out to the dance floor to do some repairs and some cleaning. And here's where Ozzy the ostrich gets a little gets a little froggy with his ass. The first the first animatronic to come out is the ostrich. <laughs> Stupid fucking look at ostrich. It's the only one that's a puppet too, by the way. All the rest of them are just people in suits. Well, I was this... figuring there wasn't somebody who was gonna be in this fucking suit. <laughs> yeah, this, it's it only like the guy that does uh the Guillermo del Toro guy with the eye in the hand i forget that actor's name but he's like famous for doing a bunch of different creatures oh yeah there's a whole documentary somebody put i think on the Discord yeah he's like super flexible him. he's yeah. like the only guy that could have pulled it off but they probably couldn't afford him yes <laughs> it's like the dude they stuffed in r2d2 basically <laughs> i would have loved it if the ostriches like, they oiled them i would have loved it if the ostriches played by <laughs> by a tiny person yeah oh god so now this ostrich fucking uh, cage is cleaning. He turns around. He's fucking eye to eye with this son of a bitch. I love his fucking he's, reaction. It's so too. good. Dude. I love it. Yeah. Because he, he takes his fucking mop. Right. And he just pokes it. He's like, boom, get the fuck out <laughs> right of here. Right in the neck. <laughs> right in the neck. And it kind of like swings back a little bit. And when they're doing the puppet work, they do a good job. It's convincing. On it, yeah. Yeah. And they get eye to eye with each other. Gives it a couple more bumps. And then. The fucking ostrich switches on and says, I'm going to feast on your face. And now the fucking battle has begun. As soon as he realizes this is a threat, the shit gets so real. Like, he is, like, done with it. He has, like, a switch. Just flips it. Yep. It just switches on. Well, there's two switches. Well, I, yeah, one, I was gonna say. Wait, I don't think he. I don't fight. think he's kicked it to an eleven quite. Not yet. quite no. yet, but it's he's, 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 sort of like, he's warming yeah. up. And once he sees the ostriches fucked up. Yeah, the first one. It's a fight. So the ostrich is trying to peck at him, and he's blocking it with his mop. Right, swack, whack, whack a couple of times, but then the ostrich lands a glancing blow right across the cheekbone and makes him <laughs> fucking bleed his own blood nobody makes me bleed my own blood the look on that fucking ostrich's face the fucking <laughs> eyes go wide open because the ostrich yeah. is just feeling like oh shit yeah, i just I fucked, fucked up, up. <laughs> and i love it dude perfect it is so perfect because then cage just grabs the mop handle Busts it in, in half. half. Yeah. Oh my god, over his knee, and just starts wrecking the shit out of this thing. 
beats the shit out of it, trips it, makes it fall to the fucking ground, and then just starts ground pounding the shit out of its fucking dome piece with this stick. So good. Reaches in, grabs its fucking throat, rips it open, and pulls its fucking spine out. Yep. Fatality. Yeah. Classic fucking Sub-Zero fatality. I love the fact that this movie gives us fatalities. It's just... Plus, there's so Perfect. much oil. That's I love the oil. Too, yes, right? I love the fact that just like they're like just filled with oil as if it's blood. It's so good. Yeah, it's just such a good concept. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it makes it works, and that's why I say this borders on PG thirteen is because like there's not a ton of blood in it. I mean, there's it's the violence, the man. It doesn't matter, and what not only that, but it's violence against for the most part against robots and they're not bleeding blood so that's mm-hmm. how you know you get your suicide squads and all these other fucking movies get around that shit and uh, there's no real sex there's no nudity in it so that's why it got a pg and honestly a lot of the violence is uh fairly some of it is fairly comedic like i absolutely loved i love brutal like comedic violence it's just like Shaun of the dead yeah, style yeah. just love that stuff well, yeah, because this doesn't work without being self-aware and being yeah. funny, right? Like, that's half of this movie. Like, we're here to have a know? good time, baby. Let's just enjoy the ride. And Exactly. Yeah, so then, you think the I rating mean, board usually gets shit like that? Or they're just looking at it and going, well, there's got this much violence in it, but you don't have any tits, and nobody's saying motherfucker, so you're PG-13. Yeah. This hasn't been written by Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rated P. <laughs> For for bean, <laughs> for pussy. <laughs> Hell yeah, Tim. You only get the peep rating if you say pussy a lot in your movies. So yeah, he's mounted this ostrich and he's holding the fucking spine up, and he realizes, ah, I fucked my shirt up. Well, time to go get a new shirt. Yes, that's such a good bit. So he heads off. Such a good bit. It is. It really is, man. Because he's just breaking out that pack of shirts, and we're back off with the pigs. So. uh Back at the police station, the sheriff is sitting there, and she requested backup for the night. And this is where we have the dead meat cop. Uh, this dude, I don't know how to feel about this dude. It's, I think it's uh, Evan, right? The the shitty intern cop. Yeah, the, the young the, cop. The, the one that's with yeah, him yeah. in the office. The new meat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's new. He hasn't been there for more than a year, you would say, right? Right, right. So I guess like he just kind of suits to to tell us the the backstory of this whole fucking thing. Uh, yeah, because it's probably well, yeah. Because how are you going to get the teenagers to explain the whole backstory with what's going on with them? So you do need somebody to explain what's going on. And I mean, for this movie, do you really even need an explanation? And the explanation that they give is good enough for me. Yeah, no, it works for sure. So yeah, he's like, "Look, man, I, you guys request a backup, but what? The, this is this town's the size of a fucking postage stamp. What, what am I doing here, right?" The lady's like, "Look, don't worry about it. It's probably gonna be okay." Oh, wait a second, hold on, Eddie. Is he even really a regular cop there, or is he just there that night because she requested extra backup? Yeah, that's true. So he came over from the next precinct over. Okay, so, so that's why he's like, okay. he needs to be clued in on the what's going on, right? So, so in Super Troopers, he's like one of the local cops. Uh, yeah, but he's more funny. <laughs> oh, yeah? 
Yes, I enjoyed it. I laughed much more with him than I did in any of the Super Trooper fucking plot. You're really going to tell me that right now? <sighs> Boy, fuck you, <laughs> so man. So go back to Cage. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, we meow. go back to the janitor, and I love this because he he stuffs this dead fucking animatronic. If Daniel wasn't bag. eating his fucking Chinese food right now on mute, he'd be fucking yeah. laughing. He'd probably spit out his fucking pork fried rice right now. Hey, he's probably spitting out an egg roll right now. So <laughs> now he stuffs this fucking animatronic into this trash can, and just like, all right, I'm gonna go throw this fucking piece of shit out after he killed it. Well, then his back job to is to break. clean up the place, right? Yep, yep, true. And he is cleaning it up. So it seems like he's using his break time to not only have his soda, but, but to refurbish this pinball machine and play on it. You know, like he's trying to get at work. He's trying to have some fun, little break time. Yes, and what kind of pinball machine is it, too? It's a Willy Wonderland well, poker. Uh, yeah, it's a Willy's Wonderland pinball machine. Which they had to put some budget into that, like building a custom pinball machine for the movie. I heard there's companies that, that do build custom pinball machines. I would love to make one for for like all our podcasts. Could you imagine? Wow, holy shit. Wouldn't that be so fucking fun? How fucking great would that be, right? What kind of raffle could we have on that? <laughs> Dude, I would just keep Who wants that I would just pinball keep machine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Does everybody have like five grand to lay out on a fucking pinball machine? I'm gonna so. work on it. We'll see. <laughs> but when you think about it, it really can't be that hard. You probably have like the basic pinball machine. Like maybe there's like four or five different like different like layouts that you can have, like where the bumpers and everything like that are. And then the rest of it's just kind of like maybe doing like a computer printout and just like basically laying it down on the machine and laying it down on the uh, what do you call it? the fucking the backboard, the scoreboard, yeah. marquee. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I, yeah. I think it would be so much fun. I would love that. It'd be pretty sweet, man. Wow. Let's put so our minds it, to it, huh? You never know. Yeah, we'll we'll have to set up a GoFundMe and we'll make a uh, uh, podcast triumvirate. Uh, <laughs> Between the three of machine. our podcasts, you don't think we could do a GoFundMe and get that? Honestly, thing set up? we might get close. I it might actually happen. <laughs> I think it'd be a battle over. We could have whoever donates the most gets to pick whatever movie from any of the three podcasts is one of the things that's on the fucking pinball marquee. Yeah, that would yeah. be so cool. <laughs> oh god no that that sounds like fun man and, and my wife was looking into like getting a custom pinball machine made because i was bitching about like that this was a chunk of the budget and it looks like it's like 10 grand tops yeah. to get a good Definitely. one made from scratch really yeah Holy it's shit, that very expensive? intricate they cut they hand cut yep. a lot of that stuff a lot of it is hand done that's why it's so expensive well, the balancing yeah. of everything, and yeah, I mean, they're a bitch to maintain. Like, you'll go broke maintaining. That's why I never wanted machine. to buy an old one, because I'm like, I don't have that kind of engineering, like, background to be able to keep that going. Yeah, because ba- yeah, probably the old ones, they probably were just fucking turning those things out, because they were like a fucking yeah. dime a dozen. Capacitors so probably, probably were not out. made to last. Yeah. All that stuff. All right, well, damn, we need, we need that GoFundMe page. Let's go. <laughs> If if Atari if grand, Atari can do then, it, we can. Then who gets the fucking pinball machine? <laughs> the hosts. Well, you know, we'll invite one person a month to come and play it. Um, uh, can we ship it across the country? Because guess what? I live in fucking New York, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'll go to, you live in Texas. You're going to have to fly out, Tim. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to centralize it. We'll put it in, like, Utah or something. Uh, it's like putting it on the 50th floor of a 100-store <laughs> building, right? right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, goddamn. Yeah, you got to listen to that episode of The Grind Bin where Tim's talking about the 50th floor of a 100-floor <laughs> building and how that's the best location for a cafe. Oh, God. Oh, goddamn it. Blood debts, ladies Some and gentlemen. Some people are afraid but, of heights, right? So you meet I, right I in guess. the middle. Yep. Half afraid of heights, so it's fine. So, no, the alarm goes off, and just like with this podcast, guys, we got to get back to work. <laughs> and Cage is scrubbing the bathroom. And that bathroom, dude, it, it looks pretty rough to begin Oof. with. But then when you see how fucking clean he gets it. I need, I need whatever he's using because he went from the Candyman toilet dude. to the fucking. <laughs> uh, I know what he's using. Bubbles. It's called a PA. <laughs> yeah. He's using a lot of PA to get that place fucking clean. But I do love like how many scenes of it there are that's just Nick Cage scrubbing. I love clean. it. Like, I, I love cleaning like is this something magical about it and just seeing someone clean so like um just focusing on every little detail it's so much fun for me i'm like oh there is something about that that makes this movie more enjoyable it's like watching those pressure washer videos on youtube and shit man where you're just like oh god damn i wonder what it's gonna look like (laughs) you know okay it's enjoyable but uh he gets interrupted uh because he just starts putting the finishing touches on the place and all of a sudden the band starts kicking in and he hears that fucking horrible it's your birthday song again that i'm not gonna play because i know it's still stuck in your head guys i'm sorry so he heads out and they're all playing the stupid song he hits the power off of it they all kind of shut down goes back into the bathroom and daniel it's not so clean anymore, oh, is it? Um, the uh, gorilla version of Grimace is uh, <laughs> saying voices. So, I'm, and this is what made me think about when I first saw this movie. I was like, okay, so they're not only animatronics that are possessed. These 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 beings have powers, like demonic type powers, because they're like whispering in his ear and shit. I'm like, damn, that's creepy as fuck. Well, yeah, because he walks in there, and that mirror he just finished cleaning and looking at himself in, there's blood on it, and it says, it's your birthday. Oh, so Because I think this is where he applied the uh, the little swab, or not, not a swab, the little strip of duct tape to his cheek That's that right. got cut by the stupid fucking yeah, ostrich. Yeah, he uses duct, duct tape to heal, heal wounds and shit, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. works, man. So yeah, he hears this voice saying... Uh, Hey, let's play hide and seek, and then all the stall doors shut. Dude, it's and he turns creepy. around and just starts busting in stall doors. So there's one so left. Here's them all. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat your eyes out and feast on your soul. Kicks in all the fucking doors. Kicks in the last one. Nothing. Turns around, and there's that fucking. Big ass Gus the gorilla and King Kong King Kong ain't got shit on him. <laughs> Isn't that right, Tim? So true. Here comes so Green true. Grape Ape, just ready to fight. <laughs> this is actual grape, the fruit, not grapefruit, but the grape fruit color. I love this fight because it's just the stupidest guy in a oh, mascot so outfit getting pummeled by Nick Cage's character. He, he pulls a plunger out and starts, like, plunging the fucking dude's yeah. face. Man, when he like, fucking comes out of that fucking bathroom stall with the fucking plunger on this guy so out of the good. fucking monkey's mouth. It's also the fact that this it's is, so I stupid. think, the only fight scene that 
takes place in a well-lit area, and you really get to enjoy the comedic effect of watching a grown-ass man beat the shit out of a mascot. It's so good. (laughs) Because every punch, like, lands, but it doesn't land. Because (laughs) it's just bouncing off of this stupid big cushiony. It's like the the dudes that when they're trying to teach women how to not get raped and they put oh, the yeah. guys in the outfit, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like that dude getting his so ass good. beat, but it's a gorilla. So I fucking love it. And then, oh my God, you want to talk about brutal fucking deaths. You're oh, stop. he full American history exism. Like, Jesus. He tells him to bite down on the porcelain and say goodnight, man, because he curb checks this motherfucking animatronic on a urinal. It's just messed Oof. up, man. That's going to be the worst way to get stomped, I right? mean, I don't do anything at a urinal other than piss and take bribes. Well, no, wait, hold on. We just forgot something, fellas. <laughs> that shit is clean, right? It is. It is squeaky clean. So it if true. it's going to happen, that's probably the best urinal to get stomped on, right? Yeah, Tim, if you're going to get curb checked <laughs> in a urinal, make sure it's clean. That's a very good point, Tim. Look, the last second of your life, you want to be smelling fucking piss, looking at a fucking yellow well, cake? I mean, if you've, if you've already gotten to that point, you probably were already fucking up. So. <laughs> I want that nice pine cherry topping smell coming into me right before I die, right? <laughs> it just smells like a urinal, mint. Yeah, dude. That's <sighs> fresh. What a way to go, man. Uh, so then, yeah, we got another bag of trash to fucking take out. Watch goes off again, and uh, we're done with that level of the, yep. of the game. Because it's break time. Back to playing some pinball. And this one, he's got the pinball machine working, but he, uh, he's not so good at playing the game because he loses a ball. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty, pretty quickly, actually. And you see him like, fuck, like he's a little disappointed. Now... The uh, the writer of it, he was talking about this, and he said that this is supposed to be like, as he progresses in this movie, we're watching this character, the janitor, level up, and that's as he continues doing this, he gets better and better at playing the pinball game. Oh, oh yeah, because you see at the yeah. end, he's fucking rocking it. Oh, oh yeah, he's it rocking it, all right. We'll get to that, man. So we go back to the kids, and, uh, well, they're trying to gas the place up again, right? So now they're they're all pouring gasoline on it all over the place. And I love the argument that they get into where one of them is like, look, man, you're pouring gas on top of gas, all right? You're wasting the <laughs> gas. <laughs> yeah, it's Loverboy, right? Yeah, Loverboy, man. He's, uh, what's that fucking dude's name? The, the guy that's Clint? trying to hook up with. Charlie? What's that? Clint or Charlie? Chris. 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 Yeah, Chris, because Chris is trying to hook up with Liv. And it's just not working because Liv is just not interested. <laughs> well, look, Nicolas Cage is in town. Come on. Well, I mean, yeah, for real. That's a very good point. So, yeah, they're arguing over dumping gas on top of gas and they're going to burn it down. But then Liv's like, look, man, there's there's a dude in there. Like, we can't burn it down right now because then we're really no better than everybody else, right? Because they stuffed him in there to die. So, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, all the other kids are ready to do it, though. They want to toss that shit and go and have a party. Liv decides she's going to try to get in there and figure out a way to rescue him. So she goes in full diehard in the biggest air vent. I know. I was seen. I was waiting for Klaus. I was waiting for Klaus Kinski to come up in a creeper cart, to start chasing her ass. 
<laughs> I've got you. Because they're fucking massive. You can ride a little motorcycle around <laughs> those airbags, right? Yeah, and I, so I should point out that, that we got the initial kind of backstory here, which does it matter, but whatever. Is that... Uh, child molesters, serial killers started a restaurant. So there's this guy, Willie. Yeah, this was started by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, Freddy Krueger. I was getting more, uh, what's a uh, John Wayne Gacy feel from this restaurant. Oh, yeah. A little, yeah, you get a little Gacy feel from this dude. So this guy, Willie, he is a serial killer. He went wonkers. And he decided to... Uh, to to create the uh, the super group of serial killers, I guess. By placing ads in what magazine? How did he Soldier get... of Fortune. How do you place an ad for wanted serial killer slash short order cook? <laughs> yeah. Is that why they only have yeah. hot dogs? Because nobody knows how to fucking cook or do Jared anything? from Subway was part of the gang. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it wasn't a sandwich place, man. Come on. Hey, hey hot dogs? Hot dogs not... and sandwiches? <laughs> That's right. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, it is oh, not. God. So yeah, Willie puts t- <laughs> Willie puts together the traveling Wilburys of fucking serial killers. <laughs> and wow, that is a throwback. I hope people know that, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, they open up a hot dog place for kids and <laughs> apparently lure people into the super fun room. Oh. Uh, Yeah, it would be like every week they would pick a family to be like the lucky winners and they would get to go into this special room all by themselves (laughs) that nobody else was allowed to go into. And the selling point is that they get a private show from Willie. And I'm like, I do never go... Never go into a fucking back room for a private Willie show. That's Mm -hmm. just... Things are going to go downhill. Easy. Real quick. Yeah, you always want to see that Willie in public. (laughs) Yeah, and then so all the killers uh, uh, kill them all, and and I guess eat them because there's some cannibalism. And my whole going my on. whole thing is like fun. they're in a small town. This wasn't gonna last long. If this was in Jersey or New York, you could probably kill like ten families before anyone really cares. No, no, not only that, but thank you, Daniel. Yes, you remind me of something. I've written down. There's no business plan for this. It's a small fucking town. How many kids are having fucking birthdays? <laughs> That's a very okay. good point. And then you're killing one a month, man. You're running out of kids. <laughs> really fast. People are like, hey, what happened to the Andersons? Yeah. And can you imagine being the manager of the fucking serial killer restaurant? Oh, oh God. You have to get yeah. all the right kind of serial killers together, right? Because it's all different styles. Yeah. yeah. You find the right yeah. mix. It's a balance. Oh, man. Fucking dealing with the fucking overtime and the fucking who's got to clean up the fucking kill room. Oh God! Yeah, no one's killing up that fucking clean. Oh, that, mopping uh, up the blood off an old carpet—not good. That's got to be the worst. Nah. Well, because the, then that's what they say gets them busted is because so many people go missing and then the place <laughs> and stinks. It smells. It smells like fucking <laughs> yeah. garbage, blood, and like death. Which is really fucking crazy because when you think with those gigantic air vents, they could have been yeah. fucking pumping that place full of fresh air, right? Well, but they're also exhausting out fucking dead humans and hot dogs. Like, just the hot dogs alone, it probably Ugh. fucking stunk. Yeah, but you know, the grow house down the road, they're able to do it. They just got filters. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the other the other business right down the road is fucking Tommy Chong did the same thing with a grow op. <laughs> In this town, it's probably Jim Belushi growing. Oh. Oh, 
Fuck Jim Belushi. So yeah, the cops get called in and they're going to go, you know, arrest him. But uh, all the serial killers make a big pentagram on the floor and kill themselves. Classic. I loved it. Child's play, you By the way, I love the woman that is, I guess she's the one that becomes the turtle. And she has, she's a white lady and she has like a sombrero on. And she's just yeah. dead on the floor. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, when they pan over so them. Good. The fucking Willie guy, he, he's wearing this stupid fucking little hat, too. Like, I so love stupid. it so much, though. It's Did you notice the how they all had Adidas sneakers on? Oh, though? you got to. Or was it oh, Nike sneakers? Yeah, that's true. They didn't have the Nikes because, you know, that's yeah, been if done I start before. a cult, I'm going to wear Pumas. Everyone has to wear Pumas. A Puma cult? <laughs> It's <laughs> a good move. I'm going Adidas, man. I'm going oh. tracksuits, but we gotta have Classic. the good ones. You uh, know? Of course, you are the tracksuits, man. You just you just looking for any excuse you can to fucking spend the rest of your life in a tracksuit. You know, you could join the mafia. What, Cage's leather jacket in here with the fucking striping down it. It's a good look, man. I'm telling you, Eddie. Eddie does look like he could be doing the mafia's taxes. Like he just, yeah. I could be doing their taxes. The Russian mafia's taxes. <laughs> That's not a job you want. <laughs> that's a, that's a tough yeah. job, dude. <laughs> Shit. Like every year they get replaced. Man, we're spending so much, we're spending so much money on cement. <laughs> <laughs> Covering all these fucking bodies. You know, if you just hold the guys for like a month and then you just put like six of them in one cement, <laughs> it does the job. I'd just be right? like. I'd be like, look, guys, you get a houseboat, you get a fucking tree chipper, you go out into the water, you run the fucking bodies through the tree chipper, you're just Hold, chumming. There you it's go, done. baby. You don't need the That is efficiency. You don't yeah, need the you concrete. You got that fucking tree, uh, tree chipper. That's a fucking pain in the yeah, ass. Just run a tree well, through there. I mean, you just dump that thing overboard, too. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> that part, Jesus, right? guys, we might be able to yeah. start our own little thing going on. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about mafia. that later. So, uh... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the backstory that we get for here. We'll hear the next wrinkle of it here pretty soon. Lives in the air vents. She gets in there. Doesn't bring any weapons, by the way, y'all. She just she, no. she doesn't bring any weapons. She's oh no, she just in. comes yeah. in knowing that possibly her life is in danger, and she's just willing to go fisticuffs. I I was like, at least bring a crowbar, girl. Come on, something. Well, yeah, I mean, are we, are we spoiling it yet? or uh, Because she should know better than any of those other teenagers what's she was, going on in yes, the past, yes, right? Yes, yes, not spoiling it, but she should know. Yeah. Yes. yeah, well, yeah. So as she's going there, you know, she's going through the fucking air van. She's going out to the coast. She's going to have a few laughs. And right about then, Artie the Gator pops into the fucking air van. Ha-cha, 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 ha-cha. And yeah, the stupid snapping, <laughs> like coming in after her ass. So yeah, it's dumb. like hungry, hungry hippos with gators. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So she's, you know, trying to get the fuck out of there. And outside, they're oh all like. Oh my God, this fucking. Go ahead. They're smoking, right? Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. How much THC is in this joint? <laughs> that is the most. Oh, dude, I would just kick you out of my friend group. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, really, do people, maybe with edibles, okay? I'm not that big on edibles because in New York, it's still, it's legal now, but it's not, I can't go to a store and buy edibles, whatever, but mm -hmm. uh, 
I'm assuming edibles, it matters more with what the THC it does, content it hits you is hard. than it does with smoking a Yeah, if you're smoking joint a joint, who cares? one or yeah, two puffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this fucking asshole. This is somebody who's oh. never smoked weed. This is a guy that right? drinks tea with his pinky much... out. <laughs> no, he, that's how he holds a joint. He's like... his pinky out, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> gets it all wet, and then he gives it back to you. Which, you know what? Let me... Smoking joints with your friends is done, right? Oh, yeah. COVID. No, no. It is uh, joint per person. That is the way it's going to go now. See, that's why you need a volcano vaporizer. I was going to... One bag. Yeah, this it's episode got separate is mouthpieces. Brought this to you by Volcano be, Vaporizer. This episode could be brought to you by Volcano, and I would do nothing but sing Can y'all make that? Yeah, y'all episode. need to make that sponsorship happen. Bloody Bits, sponsored by right. cr- Crunching Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> my previous podcast we actually had a sponsor that was a weed delivery that is awesome <laughs> wow yeah they paid us for like two three months of advertising they're better than fucking blue chew those sons of bitches you know blue chew gives people cancer <laughs> okay, it okay, really okay, does okay. but not only that but what's we don't want to get sued your drug deal your drug dealer <laughs> was more forgiving with the copy read <laughs> I know. And I told him, I was like, look, man, you guys don't deliver in my area, so I can't say, like, your shit's cool. He's like, no, nah, it's cool. Just say the name of the place. Oh, God. I'm like, all right. Wow, damn. They're, like, really... Do they think your fucking podcast just went to, like, four neighborhoods and that's it? I, mean, I have if, no if, idea. The guy was I'm going to call that number. What is I'm gonna get, Can you deliver to a story? If queen? anything, you know, the yeah. Bloody Bits horror show should be sponsored by tampons. You know, just get, catching all them Bloody yeah. Bits. Kotex or some shit. That was what my wife was saying is we, because I've been looking at our demographics and in, because it's so hard to find podcasting statistics, yeah. like it's a pain in the ass because you got iTunes, you yeah, got Pocket Cast, you got all Screw the different it. things. So I checked out Spotify, yeah. right? And on Spotify, it tells you the demographics of like what people are listening to and, and what gender they are. Tim, 70% of our listeners on Spotify are women. Wow. Great, that's great. I'm so I might have a point. That women want to hear my voice because it yeah. never worked out in the past like that. Yeah, before, Daniel, but... well, you're Daniel. You've got a degree in marketing, man. You you yeah. nailed it. We got we need like uh, uh, tampons <laughs> and shit to sponsor. I'll be like, look, man, if your pussy is all fucking bleeding and stuff, you <laughs> that's just stuff why the one blue of these things didn't up there. Work right? Oh my God, they yeah. weren't a, they weren't a good fit for us. Let us. Adam and Eve, they make a lot of great uh, a lot of great products, I hear. But Tim, you know what is a good fit is Diva Cup. It's this cup that you put in your pussy so that you don't bleed out. It's called the Diva Cup? Uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, the cup. Oh, the cup wait, is hold on. Fresh, oh, hold on. Yeah. Please tell me Mariah Carey is like a fucking sponsor or something <laughs> like that, right? So Tim, a Diva Cup, what it is, is you put it in your vagina, right? When you're having your period, and then like it, it's a cup that catches the blood, and then no, eventually, no, 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 no. yeah, for real? You just go empty it. Yes, yeah, it's a cup. It's like a silicone wow. feeling cup. All right, so now I'm thinking about this apparatus that you could <laughs> that you could wear. We have the cup. It's like I got, it's got like a bar going through it. So when it fills up, mm-hmm. it can like turn over and just spill out naturally, like like one of those waterfall things. And then you pull it out, and, you, and then uh, you and your buddies are all like, shot, shot, yeah. shot, shot, shot. Vagina shot. cup. No, like that thing at the end of Kill I Bill you when up. they're fighting in the back of the yard. And the water's filling up that bamboo thing, and when it gets filled up enough, it goes. 
and then pop back yeah. in. If only Brad Pitt's. <laughs> That'd be if, very comfortable. Like, once a month, I get like really great. If sleep. only Brad Pitt's character, who was so reluctant to suck blood in an Interview with the Vampire, had that little cup, you'd be like, "Can you just put this in, and I'll pick it up in a week." <laughs> see, oh, wow. see that that was his answer. I don't want to kill you. I just need your blood. <laughs> Does that count for vampires? Can you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Tim, you can. Yes, he can. I checked with my experts and you can't. Oh, can you just get rid of all this? I'm going to lose my job. Jesus Christ. No more PR for, oh, for God. you. Now you can work full time for the bloody bits. Nothing that happens in the bloody spots. bits is my opinion. Uh, it's opinions are my mm -hmm. own. Uh, don't fire me. These opinions are your oh, own. I mean, okay. mine. Still stand by mine are, uh, not yours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen to some of your episodes, motherfucker. <laughs> This entire episode is fully endorsed by Daniel Segura. Anyhow, so we go fact, to live. produced and paid for by Daniel Segura. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading what he told me to say. I can't, I honestly can't tell if this is good. Is this a good show? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Sorry. We we go back to Liv who's being stalked by Siren, which is the creepy fucking, what, what the fuck is the name of the thing that she plays? God damn it. I have one of them and I can't think of the fucking oh, Siren? name of it. Yeah, oh, I don't even... it's the sounding theremin. Yeah, we go back to Siren, who's actually played by a a, a ballerina. Is the person in oh, the costume? That makes more sense, right? Yeah, one of my favorite sense, ones weird, out of all of them because she's the most and... kind of humanish. She's also very it's creepy, like creepy man. but also hot, like the nurses from Silent Hill. Wow. Damn, I like nurses, but still, damn, damn. Dude, I damn. would, I would. Silent Hill nurses, I would. I don't care. Well, yeah, because they've already seen some shit, right? So there's nothing you can do to yeah, freak them out. Yeah, they'll be okay. They'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but they're always like writhing around anyway. But yeah, but then they got those fucking scalpels. I mean, I'll die, but know, yeah, man. yeah. Look, <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna go hey, out you know, fucking happy. What are you gonna do? Look, it's either this or it's getting curb stomped into a clean urinal, yeah. man. We're, I'll uh, take the what's nurses. Your, pick your poison. Exactly. I'll take yeah. the nurses, yes. So, yeah, uh, the fucking creepy-ass sirens kind of like creepy ring around the rosying around her ass. Going to kill her. Just then, janitor dude pops in to rescue her. Then we hear her fucking friends up on the roof arguing like a bunch of idiots about how they're going to come down and rescue her. They're like, how are we going to get in there, man? I don't know. And the roof collapses. <laughs> like, brilliant. Fixed Perfect. it for you. No problem. I was kind of thinking, I wonder if the animatronics had something to do with that. You know, the... Oh, you like think they've been like eroding yeah. the roof or something? Could oh, be a maybe. Trap. But they fall, don't they fall in the yeah, ball pit? Because they do. They do fall in the ball pit, so that way they can still have some fun with these uh, yeah. warm bodies. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good move. So they get up and regroup, and uh, they're like, "What the fuck? Hey, there's a janitor dude, and he's with Liv, and I guess we're all cool now." And they they look over, and this is where she, you know, Liv and the crew is going to tell the janitor about what his role is. But I like that one of the dudes looks over at the stage and he's like, look, I thought there were eight of these fucking <laughs> yeah. things here. And he turns around and he sees the bags. They're like, cool. <laughs> oh, nice. He's like, shit, damn. man. 
And uh, so, that yeah, this is when Liv and the crew start telling the janitor, they're like, all right, here's the other part of this story that you don't know, which is that the townsfolk decided, well, first they tried to call people in to help them with these fucking animatronics killing people in town, but nobody believed them. Bunch of dumb so hicks. Yeah, a bunch of dumb hicks. Like, animatronics coming to life. Pshaw. So I never instead, saw a play. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So instead, what did they do is is that the cop made a deal, well, and the entire town. Because the other thing is, Tex was going to like bulldoze this place over, right? But the the construction crew that he hired, the dude that was in charge of it, the foreman, he got killed, and so did his whole fucking family. Yep. So nobody else would take that job of knocking the place down. Yep. So Makes no, sense. instead they just. Made a deal with the animatronic. And I love that we see a shot of them, like, like going over the contract, now, I guess. Willie, with, let's with get Willie. this all straight. Mm, all right, Willie. Here's the deal, right? We brought now, a witness. We brought a witness. <laughs> here's your cosigner on it. Here's the notary public. Basically, that they're going to find sacrifices... For the the uh, serial killer embodiment animatronic folks to uh, go ahead and kill, so that they don't stalk the town and just kill townsfolk. And guess what, uh, Mr. Janitor, you're one of them. You're you're the next sacrifice. Yep. So he doesn't really care. And meanwhile, while he's not caring, while they're telling him the story. Um, like you said, Kathy, the the bubbly looking broad and her and her boyfriend, they they, they sneak off to fuck. I know it's like <laughs> in the in I the was kill so, room. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that's the and they're place. singing a song. The uh, the animatronic people they they're singing like a song. Like, hey, go to yep. the kill room. <laughs> you know, it sounds yeah. interesting. Well, hey, go to the kill room. It's cool. <laughs> There's no sense. And, and I hate to say room. it, guys, Don't this would have been me. I would have been like, hey, let's separate from the group. Let's go to this room. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, I would die. I'm just going to say this. They're dumb teenagers, right? And when you're a dumb teenager... But on the other hand, they know what they're there for, right? That's what's weird. This is about as serious as it fucking gets, but none of them really take it as serious as you would think. They're casual about it. They're like... You know, it almost feels like, you know, everyone... Every city has their own little ghostly legends. I think they think it's a legend, but it's not a real one. Uh, and they're like they're already like little borderline psychopath anyway, so they'll use that use her crazy fucking story as an excuse. Hey, yeah. let's burn the place down because there's crazy. They're just going demon with it. Yeah, they're just going it. with it, so they're not taking it serious. Yeah, it's like my buddy there, Donnie fuck. with the porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's melt let's this. Burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bob and and uh, what's her nuts? Uh, Kathy, they go to fuck, and while they're going to fuck. The animatronics have another fun little song that they're singing about the six little chickens. <laughs> this is the rap right? song, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just talking about how there's like six little chickens and then the weasel comes and now there's only five. Right? Yeah. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. 
comes the weasel. Six little chickens running out of time. Whoops. Five little chickens at the end of the line. And right as they're talking about how now there's only five. The night The guy dude. from Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, what's his... <laughs> the guy from Ghouls and Ghosts, the night dude, Arthur. How great no. would that have been at the first time that Nicholas Cage... All his armor falls He loses half his armor. It's just oh, a God. tiny white. <laughs> yeah. That would have been solid gold, dude. Yeah. Oh, he kills man. Nicholas Cage, but then, like, it, it's all an illusion, and oh, he has God. to do it again. Over and over and over nice. and over again. <laughs> so right then, Nighty Knight fucking takes out his big-ass blade and just fucking stabs the dude... One of the fucking dumb kids yeah. from behind. He's like the guy you're like, oh, he was still in the movie? Like, <laughs> Yeah, other other dead meat. Like, none, none of the these matter. guys fucking <laughs> Yeah, matter. this guy finally dies. He was the one that was impressed when he saw that Nick Nicolas Cage was killing some fools. I think it was Dan, uh, Dan. Generic ass name. We'll, we'll call him Dan. Dan the man. So Dan the man gets fucking offed immediately. Yep. <laughs> And now it's uh, now we now we've got the big bedlam scene where there's the big fight going on. Yeah, we've also got a break time, break time coming baby. up here. I get the Cage's character has to take breaks, right? That's part of the deal. And this movie is so much about deals, yeah. right? So the, first of all, there's the deal with the devil that the people made so that they could inhabit yeah. the animatronics. Then there's the deal that they made with the animatronics so that they would just feed them the bodies. And then there's the deal that Cage's character makes with Tex that he will clean the place up. He will take his breaks. And then at the end of the day, he has to get his, his fucking car back. Right. It's just a video. Oh yeah. He (laughs) holds so true to the break. Even if it's against the logic of what is happening in real life. It's almost like a loading it's so screen. Good. I just love that he's such a machine person. I'm just like, what the fuck? Because this whole fucking fight's going on, and his watch. Well, I gotta go. Good luck, man. I'll catch y'all later. It just dips out, goes playing back. He's pinball. playing some fucking pinball, and our lovers are still fucking knocking one out in the in the love room. Oh yeah, and she's like, it's looking at us. Oh, and I love this. So yeah, Ali the alligator pops up. And the girl's like, hey, was that... Or Artie. Artie the alligator pops up and she's like, was this thing always there? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course it was there. Come on, let's... Don't stop the flock. Come on. We're fucking. Ask me that in like four minutes, if we're lucky. Yeah. After I wake up. And then, then Tim, then to your point, yeah, she says, hey, it's looking at us. And the dude's line is, well, that's cool. Let's uh, let's give it a shot. I know. That's some bullshit I would have said, and that's why I would have died in this movie as a teenager. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, uh, is he giving her, like, a little bit of a dig? Like, uh, you know, hey, come on. Put on a show for it because she's on top. Oh, wait, you think he's... <laughs> so he can't be doing much of giving it a show, right? I guess. Yeah, you think so? You think... He's like, can you do a little bit more, you know? Maybe move the arms around? I don't know. Fluff up the hair, mm-hmm. something. It's like, look, baby, you gotta, yeah. you gotta do something here. Come on, you still have your fucking. Top I know, on, I did notice that. I was what like, yeah, keep, keeping the top on, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta keep, keep it PG thirteen, buddy. That's right. Yeah. All the shit that we see in this movie, and the fucking devil sacrifices, and the fucking politician in the town making deals with the devil. Oh, I know, but titties oh, nipples. Ooh, just look away. Mm. That's a that's a devil's knobs. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the devil's buttons, man. Send you straight to hell. Speaking of the buttons sending you to hell, old uh, Chris, man, he, he dips out. He runs away from the group during the, uh, the, the fight, and he heads out to the goddamn arcade. <sighs> bad, bad decision. Is this where there's like strobes going off? Like it's like crazy. This yeah. is the guy that's yeah. Apollo from Teenage it Tattoo cool. Teenager, Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he runs and he hides in this stupid rocket, right? And he picks up the phone. Finally, a smart idea. But by the way, we're, phone he calls the cops, right? It's like, hey, it, uh, it's me, Chris. Because the cops know him on a first name basis, Lick. I guess. I, I'm a Willie's, and then, yeah, she hangs up on him. That's a prank call, fucking idiot. And then, bring, bring, rings again. Says, "Look, man, we're in trouble. We're at Willie's. Liv brought us, by the way." And the sheriff lady's like, "Ah, shit." <laughs> well, if Liv's out there, and I guess I adopted her from that dead family. Guess I better go. I guess I gotta go out. <laughs> yeah. So she hangs up and tells the intern dude, like. All right, man, you got to put your balls on, Evan, because we're going to Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Tosses him a shotgun. Love Fucking it. Fucking great, dude. Yeah, so back to Chris and the fucking, this fucking dude with the chameleon. The, can we just talk for a second about how shitty I the I told you, the chameleon looks? is the last minute one. They just were like, let's just throw yeah, it. Yeah, it, was, it got yeah, slapped let's together. Just slap this shit together. I thought it was yeah, a frog. It's whipping its stupid... <laughs> It's yeah. looking at a fucking H&R Puff and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks fucking stupid. It's whipping its tongue around and shit, but it's 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 trying to do the chameleon thing. It's like, hey, Chris, you know, they, uh, they're they not nice to me. You know, I'm like you, man. Like, I'm just Is trying to fit in. Is that what the shit was? That's because I'm thinking it's in the arcade with the lights. I'm thinking of light reflecting all off its fucking face. But was it trying yeah. to be a chameleon and change colors? Well, it, it, that and the psychology of it saying, like, look, I know I'm an animatronic like the other animatronics, but I'm but not they like don't the like other me animatronics. Either. They make fun of me. Yeah, I'm like you. Like, you know how you're just trying to get pussy off a of Liv and then she doesn't like you? Well, we're just like that. We're both outcasts. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't work out because Chris, like, Chris is like, yeah, I'll, all right, man, we'll, we'll talk about some stuff. Tell me about the afterlife. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I'll tell you all about the afterlife because... You know, I don't want to be trapped in this fucking machine forever, and I want to go to heaven and everything. And he's like, "Yeah, we could probably figure that," but then it just kills yep. him. This <laughs> strangles his stupid ass. They're like, "Are you a ghost in the machine?" I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Just tongue whips him and strangles his ass, and I'm like, "Thanks." I'm glad this guy's fucking gone. <laughs> well, breaks over, so uh, <laughs> Cage is finally done. With his break, he pops out and uh, goes immediately to the main room that we that all of the fucking action takes place into. Grabs the night dude's fucking sword, cuts his fucking head off. Oh yeah, there's like I a love. before he cuts his head off, he oh, like bashes God. his head on the wall like twenty five, thirty times. Oh yeah, he beats the piss out of his head against I, I that just, wall, man. Oh, and then he decapitates his ass. Fucking busted right <laughs> off. God damn. Yeah, first hit should have. So then uh, yeah, that's, that's when Liv sees him, and they lock in on each other again. Oh, yeah. Right. So back to the couple that are fucking yep. again. I'm like, God damn, dude, can we quit fuck? Can we get and something And Tim the Gator on? is just watching on. No. Just, just 
Yeah. Just in Tim the gator is just fucking right, whacking right. his little gator dick. Moving nice and slow like <laughs> alligators do. Stalking the mm-hmm. prey. Mm-hmm. Is he supposed to be French, by the way? Yes, because he does gator. have a little beret on his head. So I thought that was kind of like a tip off the Pepe Le Pew, awesome. right? Well, yeah, he's, he's a little yep. like sex pest. French gator. And uh, I, I, have, I think he eats the guy's dick. Uh, well, I've written down the alligator ate her. The um, the yeah, <laughs> the blood splatter. By the way, in this scene is a lot of fun. Just just the blood splatter all yeah. over her, just drenched. There's so much blood in this scene. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is what this is the scene where they're like, all right, we're gonna give you the money shot with the blood. Well, because Nicholas broad, Cage likes so. the alligator, right? Yeah. So that's where the money yeah. went. Yeah, that's true. There is a this yeah. is a extended. Fight, you know, the one thing I like about Cage is the fact that once they are, once he sees one of them, one of the animatronics, this guy just right away attacks the shit out of him. Just doesn't waste any time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no Holy hesitation. Crap. I'm telling you, except for when his watch goes off. To town. You think this is the only fucking devil place in the whole fucking you country? You might be right. <laughs> also, that, yeah, it's Come on, Pale man. Rider. Wake You're up. Right, the dude. storm is coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Comet Ping Pong next week. Yeah. So <laughs> he fucking yeah, they're dead. And Cage, I, I love he he goes to to kick the door down, but instead of just like kicking it, it, it he kicks it off of the hinges. The door fucking flies yeah. open. <laughs> Crazy. And they're just fucking toast. It's too late. There's just like this gross ass tangled flesh and blood yeah, fucking human mess soup. of them Oof. laying on the ground. Oh, it looks so good, man. And Cage just walks in, beats the gator's fucking ass. And I love the fatality on this one, too. Just rips his jaws open. Because he just. Yeah, man, he just like reverse bear traps this son of a bitch's mouth open. He does a Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does a Godzilla, yeah. But then he reaches in the mouth and pulls out some gears just because, like, you got to pull something out of there. That's the way you finish them. Well, you got to yeah, make, sure, make sure, right? It's like the brainstem or some shit. But if the if the animatronic just ate the dude or the chick, right, wouldn't he pull some, like, meat out, too? Wouldn't there be some, right. like, pieces of Kathy in there? Uh, he's a devil doll, so he has a black hole whenever he eats, and that's where the food goes, into his soul hole. Into his soul hole? Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense, Tim. Makes perfect sense. <sighs> I want a soul hole. <laughs> so, yeah, now we go back to the stupid cops. These damn cops. God, they're fucking, they're the worst. That, that's where we get the story about how Tex made the deal with the animatronics. Yep. We have the montage of the different people being killed as sacrifices, except for the one girl who lived, and that's Liz. And we see that the cop lady... Sort of adopted her? Kind of? Sort of adopted her? I was thinking, why not just keep her for bait for the next time, right? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's kind of like That's a, just the way angels. I think. I'm sorry. You know, some people see it's, kids after a tra- traumatic event and want to adopt them. And some people just think, hey, next time the devil needs to be fed. I mean, I was going to say in the right flashback here. where they're talking about the whole startup of this whole place, 
they show the weasel just bite the sh- like they show Willie just bite the shit out of a kid and he starts wincing in pain. I laughed out loud. It looked hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like too when the the fat oh, kid yeah. is gonna grab like, Siren's tail. I was like, is this oh, little Eddie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is little Tim. He's going to grab Siren's tits, and Siren's animatronic character just looks down at him and says, What the yeah, fuck, Fatty? I would be like, Okay. So good. Yeah. So they're like, and th- this is the part of the montage where they're like, Oh, yeah. And they were saying things they weren't programmed oh. to say. <laughs> I'm like, they were moving yeah. when they weren't supposed to be moving. They were they were killing kids when they weren't supposed to be totally killing not kids. Supposed to be doing that. Yeah. An offering to fuck a fat kid. So. That's where they drew oh, the line. Oh. That is where you have to draw the line, yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we go back to Liz, and she's got her knife on her now. She does. And uh, she, uh, you know, th- this is this is back at the back at the arcade slash fucking hot dog area. Is this when Liz tries to fight what the fuck um, to call chameleon? It or no? Yeah, so this is where Liz tries to because go to fight basically right? you, you see Cage, he's ready to just destroy this community. Like he is, has it in his face, he's done with this bitch, and then he looks at his watch. The alarm goes off, and he's like, "Here's yeah. this. Here's the blade. I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, because he goes drink another soda. Oh and he's god, it's so good. Again, just him taking a break yep. when he maybe shouldn't be. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Union rules are union rules. What <laughs> union are you going to do? <laughs> Again, it's just the making the deals, man. He made a deal. He's got to fulfill his yep. uh, obligations, you know? At the end of the day, you got to be uh, – it's totally. a respect thing with him and Tex. So, Liz, she just might die. But, nah, she uh, kind of knives the shit yeah, out of this chameleon. You know, she's a survivor. Yeah, yeah, she's – doing it right having having a good time stabbing at her but then uh you know breaks over cage shows up behind her and uh well gets the tongue and, and lassos her ass with yeah. it yeah right slams her back and forth by the way swinging her back and forth by that fucking tongue it just beats the shit out of this chameleon it, it's not as good a fatality as we get with yeah. the other ones you know just kind of beats it, the chameleon, but then again, it's kind of a shitty. Design and he doesn't. Of a he doesn't. I think it's monster. because he doesn't really take her out yet. You know, she's just. He's just putting oh, her into yeah, submission. That's true. Because then at that point, I think this is when he's dragging her, and I love the fact that you see you see the turtle guy and you see the siren, and he just decks them both. They're in the hallway. And he just he just gives them a one two, and they fall down. And that's when he runs into police lady, uh, the sheriff. Yeah, but before this, he does toss Liz. Oh, yeah, shirt. he does. He's like, hey, here you go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you, you know, clean you're up. staff now, too. Clean yourself so, up. So uh, let's, let's, let's clean this up. Let's take care of this shit. So, yeah, that, that's when Lady Cop shows off, and uh, she says, drop the lizard. <laughs> drop <laughs> the got a shotgun on him, which is great. So then... They drag his ass over to Willie, and they tie him, they handcuff him, and put him in a chair in front of Willie. And we're asking Willie for forgiveness. Like, look, Willie, sorry. Look, this I don't even know this asshole. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he's not supposed to be doing he's not acting for us man like he's supposed to just die like all the other ones they're dragging Liz out because they're like, okay, go ahead and eat him. You know, and there's a part where Liz, cool. like, Liz at, you know, tells her, her adopted mom, like, is this how my parents died? And I'm like, man, Thanksgiving's going to be awkward. Yeah. Now that she knows. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. always awkward. She gave her a fucking bucket to shit and piss it. That's not good for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah, exactly. Is this how mom and my mom and dad fucking died? And she's like, yeah, of course. I mean, come on. I'd I lock you. I, I chained you to a fucking radiator in a, in a trailer. Yeah. Like, I'm not really a good attentive oh. parent here. What do you expect? And then this is when we get the line from Liz that's like, well, you, you, you fucked up here. This is going to be a problem because you don't understand. He's not locked in there with them. They're locked in oh, with yeah. him he's like he's like dun, dun, dun. Hmm. i was gonna say where did i hear that before <laughs> just like rorschach so now siren and uh the chameleon want to have a three-way with the janitor <laughs> yeah yeah it's a real sexy part of the movie uh, <laughs> a little bit sexy yeah i really like their uh their entire attitude of uh I, I like the cockiness of all these little demonic animatronics. Well, everybody Very in this cocky. fucking thing is cocky. Except except for maybe Liz. Yeah, I Liz mean, is the heart of the movie. Hey, you guys sure. fucking, you got... Yeah, yeah. So he stands up in front of them, off of his fucking chair, and then we get this great head, shoulders, knees, yes. and toes. You have this major standoff, <laughs> and you're listening to head, shoulders, knees, and toes as a soundtrack. It's like, uh, I love this. Yeah, lots of lens flares yeah. going on. By the way, the, the the amount of like fun CGI they're throwing into it is great. I thought that Nicolas Cage was snuffing her out by sitting on her face at first. I, I, I was just like, is he just making her eat his butt? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because he kind of like tosses her over, and then yeah, he's, he's like making her toss his salad. But I think we're going for the leg lock yep. neck snap, you know. Kind of something like Sonya Blade would do in Mortal Kombat. I don't Kombat. know. With that, she could fucking bite his balls right off of the way. Wow, wow, he's close risky, to her, right? Risky business because she's got some chomping. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, she very much does. With a bearded, bearded, clueless cop. Yeah. With yeah, the rookie. with Rookie. And she's like, you know, you're a fucking murderer, you piece of shit. You fucking piece of shit pig. And if you keep going, you're a fucking murderer. That and he's always like, works with cops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really care about that. Yeah, yeah it gets them to stop, at least. And, uh, yeah, the... Yeah. Well, yeah, he slams on the brakes. And he's like, well, what about you? You've been fucking living with her all this time. She's like, yeah, dumb shit. I was out there trying to burn the place fucking down, <laughs> exactly. though. What about yeah. you? <laughs> What the fuck were you doing? What the fuck are you talking about? She locked me up. She chained me to a radiator in a trailer park. Like, <laughs> nothing good. No good story starts with chained to a radiator <laughs> in a trailer park. Okay? <laughs> I'll put it that way. It's wrong on so many levels. Yeah. So he's like, all right, we're going to set some things right. Let's just turn around. We'll head. And then right then. <laughs> 
<laughs> right then, this fucking turtle rips his ass out of the Dude, car. I'm not fucking around, man. <laughs> He's not Tito the turtle. He don't fuck around, though. <laughs> Tito the turtle, man. This guy's great because she gets out of the cop car. And she's got the shotgun, right? She picks the shotgun up. She's going to go fucking blast And of course, ass. Tito the Turtle speaks like the Count from the Muppets, except in Spanish. Like, it's perfect. So, uh, she, you know, points the shotgun at his ass, and he's like, look, kind of sucks, man, but uh, you're probably going to need these. And he's taking the shells out of the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Turns out she yep. doesn't need them <laughs> because, um, Tim, to your point about biting balls off here, who gave the animatronic nuts? Yeah. It spiritually well, hit them in the nuts. They transferred their souls, right? I'm thinking, you know, if there's two things I can take with me to uh, be put on a robot, I'm going to want my soul. I'm going to want my balls, I mean, what? Right? when do you ever think that you're ever going to see an animatronic turtle beg for its life? It's like... I, I, por favor, no más, no Because <laughs> she nut checks this turtle with the fucking shotgun and just starts beating oh, the piss God. out of him with the Whoops shotgun. His and I'm like, all right, so it's transferring, right? A little bit of the janitor is transferring over to Liz. She's got that kind of take no bullshit attitude of, uh, of uh, ultra violence that she's pushing off on these well i think she's been like that right from the beginning because after uh the thing whatever whatever it was that was fucking chasing her in the um the air vents the next time she sees one she's like that's the bitch that tried to kill me and she goes to attack the fucking robot right away and she is dominican so she does know a touch of spanish i'm sure so <laughs> the yeah. actress herself yes <laughs> Yeah, that's great, man. I've I've heard of like pistol whipping somebody, but Oof. shotgun clubbing—that's a new one to me. Good. Well, don't forget, so uh, was it Crank Two with the shotgun oh, up the God. end guy's ass? Oh. oh, God, yeah, dipped in hot yeah, I just, tar too, I just man. Puckered up. You, uh... oh, well, hot yeah. tar's got to be better than cold tar, right? <laughs> I think they both suck. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think cold tar would be a little bit harder going in than hot. I don't know. Both of them suck coming oh out, though, God. let me tell you. And if you want to listen to us talk about Crank 2, you can go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and subscribe because we've uh, talked about Crank 1 and Crank 2 with the same crew you're what, listening what? to right now. Patreon.com yeah, slash bloody bits. Sponsored by bloody Bites. <laughs> Sponsored by Diva Cup. So, my next. What do you. Order a year's worth of tampons and use the code <laughs> Bloody Buddies. <laughs> and guess what? If, ladies, if you can refer any more of your buddies, <laughs> you get a 10% yeah. discount on top. Oh, of is it. that what it's called? You know the whole thing about when women all live together, the periods sync up? Do they call each if other? If they bloody don't, they need to. Point? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, women yeah, that's listening. right, women. Please that's listen to us. You need to do let this us when, you're on, when you're Let us mansplain what you need to call yourself. Just let us know. Let us know if that's a good idea. Like you can do whatever yeah. you want. You're free. It's twenty uh, twenty one. But can we start our own tampon idea, company? Bloody buddies. You know. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's our. Oh, like, that's a good idea. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> Let's make tampons. 
And then we could do podcasts about it. And then, like, we could, like, really become crazy. We could have, like, a company called, like, My Tampon. Yeah, My Pond. And after an election, we can go, like, really crazy spouting all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like that fucking, yeah, oh, the My man. Pillows asshole. We'll wear upside. Nah, that's cool. So I bet we're going to be able to buy some My Pillows. Me and Eddie just wearing upside soon. down crosses. <laughs> yeah. Satanic, satanic fucking tampon company. I'm sorry, but just for one second, the best part of that guy's bullshit story is that when he was a crackhead, his crack dealer said to him, no, I'm not going to sell you any more crack. You need to do something with your life. And I'm thinking, no fucking way. That's awesome. Wow. That is so dope, dude, to have your crack dealer cut That's you off, note. man. No, and I'm going to tell all the other crack dealers in this area, don't sell you any shit, because you got big things coming up for you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus you got was an angel on your shoulder. I see it. Uh, so, I just have Cop Mom takes a nap. Yeah, yeah she just relaxes <laughs> Which, for the night. She's getting older. Whatever. She's she's sitting guard. She just wants to make sure, you know, that, uh, that Cage gets killed and eaten, so that the, the curse doesn't spill outside of the uh, hot dog area. So Cage cleans himself off. He gets a new shirt, cleans up, and in the end, it's just him and old Willie. Yeah. And they have a nice stare down as Willie's up on the stage, and Cage is just staring at a fucking animatronic on a stage. <laughs> Which is so good. You want a piece of me? And then his alarm goes off. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's about to, like... He's like, maybe I should just finish this now. But he's like, well, time for break. And he has leveled up, let me tell you, because he chugs his drink. He he's doing the Michael pinball. Jackson black or white dance with the hands. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> part. The, the, the note about this one that I have is, guess what, guys? That wasn't scripted. Of course, Cage improvised the dance scene. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> nobody course. told him to do that. I told sure. you that no. had to be one of the two reasons. Either the dance scene or being in a movie with fucking Freebird playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we're going to get to that, too, because, my God. And he's so good at the pinball at this point, he flips the fucking score, Tim. Of course, he he's a pinball wizard. Shit goes into the fucking negative world. Just crazy. It's kicking ass. And he's doing a fun little dance. It's uh, there's a nice little little musical number kind of going on. But after he's done, the watch rings, and he's got to get back to work. So yeah. he now because the cop lady, I guess, left the door unlocked when she came in. So he's just taking the trash bags outside now and throwing them in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, that's the first time he's able to. That's when you realize, okay, he is dedicated to this craft because he can get out and he doesn't care. He's still going to go back to work. This is his and he, fucking he job. He waves at her, which is the funniest shit. Yeah. <laughs> she like, hey, is up? not fucking happy. Nice lazy ass wave, too, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, what's up? Yeah. You still here? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I see you. <laughs> so she, a couple of these, like, what the fuck? And she, like, gets up, spills her coffee, the whole fucking nine, forces yep. his ass inside. It's like, look, you didn't fucking die, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, you stopped five of them, but Willie's going to be fucking, you're just making him pissed. Like, this isn't going to be good. It's not over. And she's like, all right, Willie, Willie, you know what? Uh, 
God damn it. And she pulls the shotgun on him. She's like, all right, you can stop those those animatronics, but you can't stop a, a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he could, though. I don't know. He could be magic. And so she's got him at the end of the shotgun. She's like, Willie, come and get it. Lights flicker. And there's Willie, but, uh, uh-oh. He's behind the cop lady. And he swipes with those fucking claws and rips her ass in half. Well, yeah, right before she says, Willie needs to eat and I'm going to feed him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. Yeah. I guess she lie. did, man. He listened to her. Yeah, whips her ass in half. We get a good like gush of blood from her half of a body that's still standing up. And now here we are, man. It's fucking on. Finally, the the main event where we all subscribed to see Willie versus Cage, and Willie slipping match. in. Cage match. So Willie's slipping in. He's popping him in a couple of times. Is this like a Willie cage? Oh, no, because those can get hacked and locked. I've heard about that. Uh, Where people are putting website-attached fucking cages on their dicks, and people are hacking them and locking them. Fucking idiots. No, so it was, yeah, (laughs) Willie cage. So they're fighting a little bit, and then I love this because they, they stumble back and they bump into another button. And all these uh, uh, glitter and confetti cannons go off. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the birthday emergency button, right? Yeah. 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 I would have loved that get... as a kid. Oh, yeah. Daniel, I feel like you would have been the asshole that sneaks over there and hits the button when of it's course. not time. When, <laughs> yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, why do they have it so kid level? Put that shit at least like fucking six feet off the ground. Oh God, well, man! They must go through shit. so much confetti for every birthday. Holy shit! Like cleaning it up after each and every one, oh. and picking that shit out of your fucking hot dog. Oh god! Oh god! It's got all the fucking the dirty dog fucking hot dog water on the floor, <laughs> stuck with the goddamn confetti, and ugh. <laughs> stinks, yeah. man. Jeez, whole place fucking are. reeks. So now we're getting the fight, man, and uh, Willie. Willie's holding his own for a minute there. He gets a couple of good swipes in with those fucking claws. Yeah, this is like Sabretooth level of strength. Well, like he's this the guy boss, has, right? Yeah, he's got crazy nails, uh, claws. Yeah, he's kicking it's, ass. Yeah, it's, it's the boss fight, and he knocks old Cage down into the ball pit. And I guess he just kind of assumes that Cage is dead. So yeah like, he right, even cool. looks he's like well no one's coming up i guess my mission accomplished he like he drowned in the ball pit yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah willie uh willie's like all right whatever and then you just see cage's hand come out of the fucking ball pit. <laughs> it's so stupid it would have been great to see him come out like fucking apocalypse now right Oh God! Yeah, just his just head, that head coming up, slowly. all covered in the fucking oil <laughs> yeah. and the grease from the robot, right? Instead of the Joker in Dude. 1989 Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been so good, Tim. But no, nah, his hand comes up, grabs the corner of it, pulls himself up. He goes into the fucking break room, grabs his remaining drinks, slings them in a bag. Takes his busted fucking mop and duct tapes that together. <laughs> Written down. Now all he has is just a stick, a stick and a sack. Yep. Sometimes that's yep. all you need. And I'm like, why is he duct taping the stick to? Whatever. 
What the fuck ever? <laughs> We're in a fantasy land. Who it the fuck cares? It hurts twice as much. <laughs> it's got and it, right? Just, yeah. And he, yeah, it's a, like a, a multiplier on it, I guess. <laughs> it's like getting multi-ball on the pinball machine. So and he goes out good there. Good fight, man. I love this fight. Man. Oh, it is so good because Cage just ends up just beating the shit out of him eventually. He's got him down. He's just beating the piss out of him. He's covered in oil, covered in blood and glitter and fucking confetti. Just starts beating the shit out of him with that sack of his sodas. And it grabs his head. And because it's this long, stupid neck weasel, you've been waiting for it the whole time. He's just primed for a head rip. And he fucking delivers, man. Rips the head off of this piece of shit. What was that, like a Sub-Zero? Should. Was that Sub-Zero fatality that's back Sub-Zero. in the day? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's well, a forward well, down, forward Because he pulled the spine wide. out in the beginning. That's Sub-Zero, isn't it? Well, no, because you, you grab the throat and you pull the head off and the spine's dangling down. That's Sub-Zero. The, the, the one you're thinking of is Kano with the heart pull when you reach in and you pull the heart out and it beats a couple of times. That I know my Mortal too. Kombat. No, Either not, way. I'm not going to test your knowledge on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Either way, fucking good, man. Yeah, I love this fight. It's so good. This is the most like um where they really needed to choreograph this to like make it work. I mean, this is a giant yeah. I couldn't imagine being inside that costume and trying to make right. this work. Yeah, because that's the other thing is at the end of the day, that is a stunt dude in a <laughs> stupid suit <laughs> with a big long fucking dumb neck fighting with Nick Cage's stunt double, let's be honest. So, I couldn't go to sleep that night if I was that stunt guy. I'm like, I was dressed in a fucking weasel costume fucking fighting <laughs> Nicolas Cage who has a beard blacker than black. Do I, you ever stop telling people that story? I couldn't. I would just die saying it, and then I would put it on my tombstone. You're dining out on that story forever. Hell yes. Well, you know what, Daniel? There's nothing stopping you from saying that that's you. You never see yeah, the Yeah, that's guy, true. Right? No. Daniel, you're going to get typecast, man. You're Tito the Turtle. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, I'd be Tito. Don't <laughs> let that extra sad people. story about how that you got your big break and then look what they did to your character with voiceover. Oh, God. Poor <laughs> right? Tito, by the way. His ending. Oh, yeah, anyhow. Tito. We'll Poor Tito. Him. Poor guy. So then he just drops his fucking head. Boom. And leaves. It's now so daytime, pretty much. You know, the, the sun is up. Yeah. He's been there all now fucking night. The sun starts peering in. Yeah, and he, he bags up the uh, the last of the trash animatronics. And outside, there's a, uh, well, there's a Camaro doing fucking donuts. Because <laughs> that's what you do with those Camaros, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially on a dirt road. Uh, Come on. We see Nicolas Cage. Oh boy. He reaches up to his cheek. He reaches up to his cheek, and what does he do, Tim? He takes off that little piece of uh, duct tape. Duct tape right there. Doesn't hurt at all. No, pulls it off, but there's still a little bit of blood. He's still a little wounded. He puts his leather jacket back on. Walks out the door. As he walks out the door, we see the shithead Tex and his buddy with the sausage. 
He's uh, Texas pissed off because he doesn't get to keep that Camaro, man. Which, I mean, you want to keep that Camaro. Let's be honest here. Oh, yeah. That must have been a tough one. Because he even says this guy's been collecting the cars of all these people. Oh, yeah. This it's like is... a little, nice little bonus that he's getting, right? That's, you yep. think of all those people, they have something. They had some yeah, but most of, them, most of them probably had a piece of shit. Right? This Camaro? Come on. Free as Nicolas Cage now. Yeah. So they they are gobsmacked. They're like, what the? This guy's fucking alive. But you know what? Tex, man of his word, hands him his keys. Cage gets in his Camaro. And Tex is like, well, my God, he fucking did it, right? I guess maybe, I guess maybe we will reopen the place. It's done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all finally over. And Tex takes his hat off, and he says, that's a, that's a tough hombre. Cage gets in the, uh, the car, and we see Liz outside. He sees him. And she doesn't say a word. He doesn't say a word. She gets in the car, and he cracks open one of his punch drinks, looks at it, hands it over to her takes a little drink out of it and she's like oh, I don't know this might not be so good but uh, I'm gonna drink it so Tex and uh, his shitty friend load back up into their car they're about to drive off like we need to come up with a name or a hook or a gimmick for the new place but uh oh turns out Siren lived and she stuffed like a greasy rag or something into the gas tank of Texas car. And mm, which there was a lighter in the dirt that he dropped yeah, at the yeah, beginning the of the one, movie. Yeah, the one that he threw oh, down nice. there. She lights it and blows up that fucking car. I love that as just for the bit, she just allows herself to blow up too. She's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, because you see the, the side angle of it. The car blows up and you see her body of the animatronic. Fly. <laughs> Just fly. Yeah, she back. has legs yeah. first flying though, like, too, right? Boom. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. done. And then yeah, our our two heroes, they uh, they drive off into the sunset. Until we see poor Tito the turtle. And he looks at he looks as the car is racing toward him and he says, Oh, get chingado. <laughs> and he gets destroyed. <laughs> and they just run him over. Bam! <laughs> And that's the end of the movie, fellas. That's oh. uh, that's Willy's Wonderland. Tim, do I even need to ask you? Are you going to keep playing is? this music? Aren't you going to get like sued? <laughs> what? You have an LLC set up for the show? I do. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus. Bloody Bits Entertainment LLC. So, Tim, what did you think of the movie? Uh, I loved it. Uh, second time I saw it, and I could see it again, and I could see myself watching it again, maybe like putting on a like, background in another couple of months. It's a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Daniel, what about you, my friend? What do you I think? I had an absolutely good time. This is another one of those movies where it feels like a video game, but it's not lame, and you have so much fun. It triggers a lot of those moments of when you were a kid at the same time. Like, well, not not the creepy parts, but uh, the uh, yeah. the video game parts. Being the chained stuff. to the radiator. Grab robots tits and tell them, ask <laughs> yeah. them, fuck you. And uh, it's, a, it's a perfect party movie. Like, bring your friends over, just have some beers and watch this Hard. damn movie. 
hundred percent perfect party perfect streaming like if you've got the ability to have a streaming party throw this fucking movie on dude you everybody's gonna have a good time hundred percent recommend it so fellas daniel we know you're the host of the mustachioed podcastio but go ahead man you're the pr guy you're the ad guy sell us on it what what, what's going on over there do you not talk about what movie you would watch couple this with or no did you stop that uh we oh, used wow. to do that wow thanks for listening Daniel. All sorts <laughs> <of shit. laughs> hey i download all of them i'm catching up give me a break shit that's cool but i was just no, gonna if say if you've got one daniel if you've got one go for it buddy what would you pair this with i would i it's a movie that the mustachio podcastio has covered the last man on earth 1964 with vincent price it has that vibe to it where you're just watching this one guy experience these crazy things. He's not saying much for the most part. And, and you're it's just a show watching that you live. happen to have done on your podcast. Okay. Yeah. I so see, it all. I see, the, I see the crossover. Yeah. It all ties together. And uh, and you can hear that movie. Uh, hear me cover that movie, <laughs> Last Man on Earth, on the Mustachio Podcast. Wow. Smooth PR. <laughs> <laughs> And it's M-O-U-S-T, Ashiode. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and see what episodes are coming up. Tons of good shit. You can find Tim on there. You can find Eddie on there. Fantastic. I can't wait to have them back on. Just, well, uh, just look, check it out. Right here. Hash it out. When are we going to be on? Um, <laughs> God damn it, Tim. We'll look for uh, July 9th. <laughs> yeah. We'll be on uh, a month and a half ago when I was supposed to cover House of a Thousand Corpses with you. Tim, is there anything Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie will be back on movie. covering that movie. You piece of shit. Tim, what would you pair with this movie if you've got one? If you don't, I've got one. Chopping Mall. It's stupid. It's fun. It 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 hits the same notes. Well, oh, I could buy one. that. Yeah, why not? Okay. Chopping Mall's fun. Um, so, Tim, is there anything else you want people to pay attention to on the internet by any chance? Uh, no, I think uh, if you're listening to this show, you're already listening to us for a while. Thanks for everybody who's paying the Patreons. That's always cool of you. And, uh, of course, you know, Daniel's podcast, we've been on that, and uh, The Grind Bin. Mm-hmm. Of course, Can't go wrong with any yep. of the three podcasts. And if you want to further support the show, you can go to shop.bloodybits.com. We have, like, two and a half items up there. We just put up a really cool hat. Oh, yeah, it's I got the hat in the mail, yes. Yeah, Tim got his. Uh, we had another order go in from Steve. Thank you very much. A longtime supporter of the show, Steve. I wonder if Steve is going to get uh, what order number he's going to get. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's funny because I put the order in for, for your hat, Tim, because I, it's a new fulfillment place. So I'm like, I don't know if I trust them for being good. So they got it really fast. Just... They said it was going to come on Monday and it showed up on Saturday. So Yeah, yeah. So I just gave you one. You know, I paid for it out of pocket. And it's like, oh, what's the order number you want to put on it? So I was like, yeah, 69. <gasps> Nice. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn, you just ruined the whole illusion because I thought for real, I thought this company, I thought the order number was 69 and I thought, please tell damn. me that somebody was like smoking a fucking nice bowl at work that day and they're just like, order number 69 and like, yeah, fuck Tim, it. the order number nice. is 69 comma space nice. Yes, that's why. <laughs> Who's gonna, I didn't know you could fucking personalize a fucking receipt. Tim, I can do whatever I want because I am the host here of the Blood of Its Horror Show and this is how we end it. Uh.